show where you decide the topic from love chat for matt to the hate in your heart i can't believe it there are no limits you can be nice i love legends you can be mean i don't give a fuck or you can blow it all up every wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. What up? Is 2021 finally the year? The year of the, the axe from Susan based on oh, the news. Yeah. I just want to be very clear to Susan to start this stream. Number one, Eric Charmella is the alleged whistleblower's name. And number two, this election was definitively decided by voter fraud. Voter fraud is the definitive reason that Joe Biden, Joe Biden is allegedly and incorrectly, not legitimately, the president-elect of the United States. I just, I just direct message to Susan. I want her to know that. Demented usurper. <laughs> I assume if people have been in the YouTube world uh, the last 24 hours, you've heard of this. But Susan's latest edict is that from, I guess, today or tomorrow forward, you cannot allege that voter fraud or any sort of shenanigans were a definitive factor in the 2020 election. You can talk about fraud in the Rwandan election or the Ethiopian election if you want. You just can't talk about fraud in the U.S. election. So I figured we should probably test the system a little bit. But what's worrisome about this, you're you're talking about banning an entire perspective, effectively. This isn't like weird fringe stuff. That's like half the country believes that, Susan. So good luck. Good luck. We shall see. Anyway, back at it with the calls tonight, as usual. If you're new to the show, you want to participate. Instructions on how to do so are linked. Uh, they're listed in the description of the YouTube stream, as always. Uh, we will take calls uh, in the randomized order. Try to keep your call as brief as possible as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. We'll take breaks every half hour to check in with Super Chat on YouTube and Streamlabs and DLive. And if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in, send us an email. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line, and we will answer those in the last half hour of the show. Anything else before we hop into it? You know what sucks the most about 2020? Hmm. Losing Tucker Carlson. That's really why I'm in a bad mood. Well, what do you mean losing him? Uh, over I the... just think that he's just bitched out, and I think maybe Sticks was right that he was just controlled opposition the whole time, and that he was always at the behest of Fox News. And I just always, you know, I well, had such did, a hard on. What did he now. do lately? Or have you just had a long, is it a, yeah. is it a lengthened divorce? Well, after the election, um, he spent like one whole segment talking about how America's so great. And like, we need to focus on the goodness. Can you, I'm like, all right, so I should watch stop this America is great thing. <laughs> like we're, we're all, we're all still going to act like this country is not a fucking joke. Are you serious? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm still going to fight for it. I'm Why? not team joke. Because I have to. Again, t- fiddling as the Titanic sinks. Count me in. I am not. I am not going to go. Do that. I'm not you gonna are go, not America. You yourself are not America. No, but but Amer- American. I would rather die than sacrifice American values. I, w- I would. I, death would be a preferable alternative to communism. Speaking but honestly. What, but what if these are not American values per se? 
we need to zoom out here. It's not about this country. Anymore. Well, yeah, to be fair as possible, I think we share generally. Certainly, we disagree about some specifics, but I think we have a generally shared view about what the future and what a country should look like. You think that we can potentially collapse our way there, if that's fair to say, which I don't think is an insane perspective, but I just I I just don't generally believe in construction through destruction, if that makes sense. I don't want to do yeah, that. Might be the only way. We'll see. Anyway, let's uh, let's see what the callers have to say. Switch to Linux is up first. And no matter what, no matter what does happen, I'm committed to enjoying the theater of the collapse of our society or certainly the collapse of YouTube. Uh, we're going to watch that very soon, I think. Switch to Linux. What's on your mind? Hey, give me once. Sure. Can you hear me now? All right. Yes, sir. We were uh, jumping over a little bit there and I uh, lost track of uh, where we were in Discord. How's it going? Doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. And hello, Wand. Enthusiastic uh, first, time I, first time I called in, um, you were having the Discord issue, so I did not get a chance to say hello before. So, hello. I hear you loud and clear. Very good. Look at Very that. Good. Someone on Discord is letting me have a normal show. Thank you. That one um, show, they were definitely just flipping switches. That was weird. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that show. That was kind of crazy. Um, I wanted to bring up just a couple of brief things about the, the COVID stuff. Um, mm -hmm. First, have either of you read the book The Vision of the Anointed by Thomas Sowell? Nope. No, but I like Thomas Sowell. Okay. Um, check that book out because everything they're doing right now is exactly what the principle of that book is. It goes like this. Perceived problem. Let's have the government experts make a plan. Mm -hmm. uh, screw any counter evidence. When it doesn't work, you double down and make it worse and worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just keeps on going and going and going. Yeah. And so um, definitely check out that book. I'm actually reading it again right now, and uh, it's uh, it has some some wonderful jewels in it. Um, if I can read just a, a brief section at the end of uh, chapter one. Okay. Um, he writes in here, despite the great variety of issues and series of crusading movements among the intellectia, during the 20th century, several key elements have been common to most of them. Number one, assertions of a great danger to the whole society, a danger which the masses of the people are oblivious. Number two, an urgent need for action to avert impending catastrophe. Number three, a need for government to drastically curtail the dangerous behaviors of the many in response to the prescient conclusions of the few. And number four, a disdainful dismissal of arguments to the contrary is either uninformed, irresponsible, or motivated by untrustworthy purposes. Mm. And it he is a it. fabulous book. He definitely saw it clearly in a broad sense. When was mm -hmm. it written? Uh, I think 95, if I remember. Let me check real quick. 95. Okay. Wow. And so it's so applicable. Um, and I actually first heard, saw it in a, uh, a health talk from Tom Naughton called Diet Health and the Wisdom of Crowds, where he talks about this versus the wisdom of crowds. Um, very interesting. Mm. Um, but I'm just starting to see more and more and more and more of this crap coming down the pipeline. Of course, I'm in central Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, the let's send Biden to the White House uh, lying zone. <laughs> because I'm telling you. Um, but uh, we've had uh, last time I talked in briefly about the numbers and we've actually we've actually quadrupled our deaths since the last time I talked. I when did you call last? I can't remember. So. When um, was that? This was early September. And quadrupled uh, since about, September. Wow. 
Yes. And, okay. and that has a very specific reason. Um, it hit a nursing home. <laughs> and literally, we've had every death has been between the age of 67 and 101, except yeah. for the 55-year-old gentleman. Um, <sighs> so hmm. meanwhile, we're looking at this, and as of the articles today are saying, it's hit an all-time high in the hospital, 46 COVID inpatients. And I just wonder, are these... People who are being treated for COVID, or are they people who were tested positive for COVID and, you know, they came in tested for a positive. broken leg or something? Yes. <laughs> yeah. the case. Is that 46 uh -huh. at your local hospital? Is that the idea? The That's idea? what they said. And actually, as of yesterday or this morning when I checked it, um, it was actually low for a while. It was down like 30. So apparently we had 10 more people go to the hospital. But mm. again, we have a nursing home in town with 450 or so residents that has a 90% COVID rate among that nursing home. 90% of the and patients have contracted it? That is what the numbers are saying. Wow. And mm. so obviously we're going to have some issues there, but they're trying to like, we're seeing so much nonsense. A friend of mine works at a small business. It is an ice cream shop that anybody in central Pennsylvania uh, would be aware of. And they had this posted on their note. So State College Police came to the dairy last evening to issue a warning in regards to employees not wearing masks. A customer that came into the store called the police and filed a complaint against us. This is why the police showed up. The police did say the next time someone calls a complaint, we could be issued a fine. If you're out front, you must wear a mask. And then if you need a mask break, blah, 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 there's some more. I'm just like, I am about to join Black Lives Matter and start screaming at the police and defund the police if they don't stop investigating small businesses. Oh, oh yeah. That's a fair point. You wonder, you wonder how much of this sort of crap, like the stuff we saw in New York, too, with the rating, the plainclothes rating of the yeah. um, the bar mm -hmm. in Staten yeah. Island. How much will it take before the people who are even the most loyal, hardcore back the blue people who are like, all right, fuck the blue. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, now, I'm and I say you, that with I'm full acknowledgement of the police officers and law enforcement who are doing the right thing and are yeah. bucking these orders. But yeah, to your point. Patience is going to wear thin if you keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, real fast here. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. We're going to let you go, but you're totally right. Absolutely. Can I share one more very brief story real quick before I can kick it Got to be quick. Got to be real Gotta quick. Got to be quick. All right. I needed new tires. I went to my usual tire place. They're like mass Nazis. I'm like, screw it. Went somewhere else. That's what we all need to do. Yes. We just need to stop patronizing the businesses that are absolutely requiring it. Period. Yeah, I, that's I hear totally you though. Absolutely. But... I had to get my hair did this week and I mm. faced a, cause I went to a place where they didn't require masks and they fucked everything up. And so I was like, am I going to pull a Nancy Pelosi and wear a mask in this situation? So I texted my hair lady and I'm like, yo, I have terrible asthma, just awful life ruining <laughs> asthma. And she's like, she's like, oh, I don't know. Um, you got to wear one when you come into the, into the place. And so I'm yeah. like, all right, I'll wear one through the lobby. And then she like takes me into her back room. She's like, you can take that shit off. <laughs> and it was fine. And uh, I just didn't yeah. wear one the whole okay time with that. All right. Um, I, I just the, decided to stop shopping at businesses. That totally makes sense. But, you. Thank Absolutely. you, man. Right. Hey, thanks guys for the time and we'll catch you guys. next. All right. We'll catch you next time, man. Uh, funny. He mentions a tire shop because that was the same experience I had, except for in the reverse where the tire shop was like, uh, fuck the masks. Don't care. <laughs> and I was like, mm, yeah. I went to a different tire shop before, but business earned. I, I, I'm not super strict about it. That is to say, I, I understand. I got stuff to get. If I have to get a certain thing and they want this policy, all right, I got to get that thing. But 
if I have choice, I'm definitely going to pick. Yeah, I'm going to pick the businesses that are sticking up for themselves. (laughs) That was a long sneeze wind up. Hope it was satisfying. Uh, Yeah, it was. (laughs) Dungeon Breath is up next. Dungeon Breath, you there? Hey, Matthew. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. Ooh, thank Um, you for using my full name. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. It's a Christian name. Yeah, biblical. <laughs> um, blonde, uh, I guess, just don't worry if you uh, get another fucked up haircut from a, a place like that. You can just shave it all off like that uh, like that Michigan State Senator, right? I would sooner die. <laughs> um, okay, so as far as topics, I feel, like, I feel like I cannot even keep up with the amount of like information that's getting dumped these days. Mm. Um, but I guess I'll do the thing that a lot of people do uh in terms of choice of topics i won't i won't i won't talk about guns again because last time everyone uh all all these don't uh super chatters were like trying to get you to buy that p365 for a while that's right oh i forgot about that and you know what i went into uh, i i I like to just uh hop into some of the shops around town when i have time and they Mm -hmm. had one with the optic ready Mm -hmm. to go nope uh, nope don't uh, the Romeo zero that comes uh, pre-made on it. It's plastic. It's a piece of crap. Is it? A um, lot of people are, yes. a lot of people are fans that I've heard from. I had one and I sold it hmm. and I actually just got a Holosun HS 507 K on it. Uh, and it is super slick aluminum, very, very durable, hmm. uh, cross fire, uh, dot, etc. Anyway, like I said, sorry, no guns. Uh, I don't want to shove blonde out. <laughs> no, here. please. More guns. And football after oh, it's that. Fine. I'm zoned out. Cool. I'm, I'm literally sitting here cleaning weapons from the range when I was sighting in this new optic anyway. True American. So, I guess. Um, yeah, my, my boss is super bought into like all the, I guess, more conspiratorial angles of what's going on right now. And he's like, mm. he's like, boy, make sure your guns are clean. I'm like, dude, like, chill out. Um, but, Just good practice regardless. Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, but anyway, uh, the so the Swalwell stuff. Yeah. Any do we want to take bets now on how many other of our senators will end up within the next year finding out or compromised on some level? I guess that's determined by, by the Chinese or just election. anyone. By an average-looking Chinese woman. Okay, Eric. Swalwell. <laughs> Is it confirmed well, I didn't if he banged her? Wife and kids. He banged it's, her. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen conflicting reports or denials. Oh come on. Jesse right. Kelly had some pretty funny takes on this that you, you wouldn't even confirm if he had had sex with her. So he was saying that, uh, that he didn't even have sex with her and was still compromised. Oh, that's, that uh, is, that's a Swalwell thing. That's a good point. That is peak yeah. Swalwell right there. That, Swalwell was just, uh, he was chasing this chick around, but never actually succeeded. Well, and still sold know. out I, his I country. I heard that he gave her the old Swalwell Shanghai. Uh, what is what that? Mean? What is that? I'd like Keep your imagination. Explain it to my parents, please. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm sure you have some super chatters telling you here. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just like I feel like it's so obvious that it it's say the Russia Russia collusion thing that was such a dominant narrative for so long, and it's and it is increasingly become that we're a country dominated by narratives, not by not by anything that isn't a I, I'd say in a political sense. Uh, dominated by narratives over over like actual stories over like actual impactful events it's all about the narrative more so uh, sure. how it's construed through the media how 
people tied into whatever you know identity politics they want to drive drive into it but um it's it's just like i i have a hard time thinking that every every democrat that was really loudly pushing the russian collusion thing when it was so clearly horseshit um was probably on some level compromised as well Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's true because it's true in every other context. These people always do what they accuse other people of doing. Yeah, it's 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 I don't know if it's cover. I don't know if it's just a strategic political tactic. It's the Alinsky uh, approach. And and oftentimes it's it's so blatantly comical when it gets exposed. And this is a classic example. Because imagine imagine that Trump wasn't just compromised by the Russians. Imagine that he actually not just banged a Russian in the P tape style claims, but a Russian agent, like a spy for the yeah. Russian government. Imagine that story. This is, I hear about this in alternative media sources. When I turn on the news in the morning, I didn't hear a peep, not yeah. a peep about this story. I mean, no, and by were, the way, it goes well beyond Swalwell. It's not just him. They were going after uh, NRA for something similar for a while. Cause they mm. had uh, some Russian connected uh, woman, Russian government connected woman that was like sleeping around their their upper management, and yeah. like I mean, rightfully so for pretty much anyone connected in politics that that I mean, trust me, I, I got no uh, you know lo- no love for the NRA here, but uh, it's it's just it's just absurd that it's like and and some people are so drawn by this narrative that are all they want is confirmation of uh, of you know bad or good for man at the top yeah and yeah uh, we'll have to uh let you go but quick last word if you want it uh i don't know if they're really got anything good uh, all right look at the hs 507k <laughs> all right keep cool. cleaning keep them ready <laughs> uh, find ammo where so you can dirty. send me some <laughs> if right, you have extra you. you know uh, whatever no. <laughs> all right man we'll catch See you next now. time Someone else is up next. Someone else, you're good to go. Can you hear me now? Uh, yes, sir. What's on your mind? Excellent. So, um, first of all, Blonde, I think it was you who first mentioned Murdoch, Murdoch. Uh, I've been getting on that lately, and holy crap, they're ridiculous and hilarious. I know. It's so that. funny. <laughs> yeah, I listened to one of their AMAs uh, earlier today, and I'm trying to figure out how serious they are. But that's not really what I called about. So I bet Sam Hyde my... is behind it. Okay. Hmm. Well, both my wife and I have family members that have been a pain in the ass during this whole Rona situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got family members that don't want to attend events if they're not wearing masks. Uh, we got family members that don't want to meet up with us for two weeks after we go visit other family members. And I'm just curious if either of you have had anyone close to you that has been a pain in the ass or uh, maybe irrationally afraid if they're not in a risk group that you've had to talk to and how have you approached those situations if so? Oh man. Not since I cut the fat in my (laughs) life. No, everybody in my my life is super based now. So what, what happened with cutting the fat then? Well, my channel did that for me. Like, my lesbian really? aunts have talked to me, haven't talked to me in a really long time. <laughs> you say an aunt? My aunts, my married aunts. aunts. Oh, yeah. multiple. Uh, yeah, I know it's a problem. Um, it's a shame. Yeah, and my cousins haven't talked to me in a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody hates my guts and everything I represent. 
which I'm kind of fine with. So that did the job for me all before this coronavirus shit. I already knew that everybody that was in my life was going to be like masks are for faggots. I don't know. So I think you're that, saying that they got cut out or they left you prior to the prior to this. Yeah. Okay. But I'm pretty sure if we had to talk about it now, we would just uh, attack them verbally about their physical characteristics. So Matt's the better person to answer this. <laughs> uh, no, most of my immediate friends and family are, if not in general agreement about the risk and about the proper protective measures, they're the sort of people that are much more live and let live. So they're not going to try to force things upon you, which is all I really ask. I don't ask that you agree with me on everything, but don't try to control my life. Those are the people who I surround myself with mostly. That said, um, uh, speaking completely transparently, and I got to be very careful here for the sake of marital integrity. The wedding had some complications and that's that's about all that I can say. Sure. Um, But my philosophy and our philosophy is you got one life to live. Today is all you got. You take advantage of what you have and you try to have the people that you love with you to enjoy it. If they opt out, that's fine. I I don't actually uh, because I I, I can't stand people holding grudges against me for believing what I believe and doing what I want to do. I will commit myself not to doing that to them, even if I disagree with decisions that were made. Um, So. Luckily, there were minimal efforts to try to control us, but there were a lot of people who dropped off in participating in our life. But that's fine. You know, it's a life. It's a life about or it, it's it's the life of my wife and I. And um, and if people want to participate in it, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine. So am I a little do I have a little residual bitterness? Yes. Am I going to punish people for it? No, because I don't want to be punished by them. And I resent being punished by by people for my beliefs or, you know, my personal the the way I live my life, essentially. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I. um, I guess you have to pick your battles, you know, you got to decide if if someone's open to the ideas or not. And I just I try and do that with the family members that I think that I might gain some ground with. And yeah, we got a couple of fence sitters. We got a couple that are like, oh, uh, back when. I think it was in Florida, there was a pastor who was still holding services uh, after the Rona restrictions started to come into place. And yeah, you know, one of my family members made the comment like, oh, yeah, I'm glad they're going to lock him up. And it's just it's <laughs> tough. It's tough getting past that. So for me, depending on how close the person is, it's like, well, maybe that's a topic we just leave alone during our conversation. Yeah. In, in general, people who tell me, oh, I would help the government raid that person i would report that person to the government those are people that i don't i try not to associate with because they're telling me that they would they would have the government raid me if they could you know even even if they're even if they're family in that situation i'm, I'm going to be very cautious about that but that said i think to the extent that I, that i and we much of this audience distrust government wants government minimized that means that family integrity has to be a priority value. Family integrity is what helps get people through difficult times. Yep. And part of that deal for me is being pretty lenient with family in the interest of family integrity. Cause that's what holds society together in general, but especially if you want small minimal government. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, man. Have a good night. All right. You guys have a good night. 
Well, now you're never going to hear from your aunts again after tonight. I'm a thousand percent sure they're not watching. (laughs) How much of your channel do you think they actually watched? I'm sure they watched one video in their life. Plus or minus five Or maybe they stopped talking to me for other reasons. I don't know. Hmm. We didn't talk that much to begin with. New Direction is up after that. See, there we go. New Direction, you're good to go if you're ready. Did I? Hi. What's going on down under? Um, well, we've got 80% of our privileges back, so you know, <laughs> that's partial wins. They're letting you breathe again. Yeah, yeah, it, it's amazing. It, having some of our rights, who would have ever thought such a thing? Yeah. Anyhow, um, just to, to not take up everyone's time, I, I thought I'll get into the debate thing I suggested last time. Oh, sure. Yeah, I so, remember. So the rules of the engagement for today's debate, should you choose to accept them, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Discord chat will pick a topic in the time waiting before I get in, which they've done. Matt oh, will man. assign who's, who's on whose team. Uh, well, that way it's, it's even, it's fair game. We both don't know what's, what's happening. Yeah, okay. Um, I see Matt, Matt will, via flip of a coin or just picking the side he likes, assign who's on what side. Uh, affirmative will begin with one tweet's length of an argument stating their case. Negative okay. will have one tweet's length. And then affirmative gets one tweet's length rebuttal. Negative well, wait, gets is one this, tweet. Who's, who, is, yep. who is opposing whom? What are the, well, who are the debaters? So I, I have the topic. You'll pick who's affirmative and who's negative. Um, and whoever am I eligible or is it you versus blonde? Uh, well, whoever, I guess, um, either or. Oh, okay. One do you want in on this blonde or do you want out? I'm out. Okay. All right. So it'll be uh, you well, and me. One, one can pick the winner then. Okay. It's Matt. Matt wins. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, the, the topic that the, uh, the discord chat have picked is artificial turf. Yay or nay. Artificial turf. Yay or as nay. in like a, a sports playing material I, I think i think for your yard do you have real grass or fake stuff well <laughs> i have real grass but you want me to I, I, I you want me to craft an argument on this yeah is is this uh is this not working or should we pick a more political I'm, we can try it i just uh okay uh i will take the pro side pro side uh it is natural that's my All argument. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, you start off with your tweet. Or, no, sorry. And, I mean, uh, anti. I'm anti-artificial, so I'm pro-natural. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, all right. So I'll, I'll go artificial turf. So art, um, starting from now, artificial turf is the best choice because it produces unnecessarily amounts of waste to create. doesn't help um, reduce carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, so it's perfect for pissing off um, our, our greenie friends. <laughs> Uh, less maintenance and less watering. Okay, my my other point. Okay, so that's your tweet's length argument. My tweet's length argument is it is natural and it is the best substance to give kids grass-stained knees, and grass-stained knees are a vital component of any healthy childhood. <laughs> well, I, I say okay. to your grass-stained knees that your your kids will get themselves some serious carpet burns and um, <laughs> on. With their grass-stained knees and get mud all over the house. Okay, who wins, Blonde? Who's the winner? I don't know. This is so dumb. Well, you suck <laughs> at this, you should quit your jobs, both of you. You guys need I to pick know, trannies uh, next time or something. Isn't there some... Well, you're talking about sports, right? I think we're just talking about lawn well, material. How about next time? 
Oh, I'll, I mean, I'll, uh, I'll push it, the Discord chat for more controversy. It's obscene uh, to have this on the yeah. lawn. Artificial? Obscene. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen an artificial lawn. I, I guess, where do they do this? Maybe in drier climates? I assume it's more environmentally. Nope, we've got one in the neighborhood. I think about burning the house down all the time. Is it obvious that it's fake? Or does it look convincing? Oh, never look I've convincing. never seen it look convincing. Yeah, it's like it, a toupee. It, it you pretty never pull it off. Yeah. Hmm. It's the toupee of Unless lawns. it's a mini golf wife. I don't think yeah, I've ever seen a lawn that was fake, at least not to my knowledge. If it, if it was fake, it was very convincing if I've ever seen one. And now I have to look yeah. it up. All right. Final hey, yeah, thoughts before we let you go. I've been, no, I'm over time. You better kick me out. But we can try again next time. Maybe I'll pick something more controversial. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. I like the idea. I just was not expecting uh, turf to be our. When I hear <laughs> turf in this context, I think the trans exclusionary uh, ra- radical feminists. Not like the. Oh, he's already out of here. That's how quick yep. he was. I need to see an image of this. Sorry to delay. I just, uh, well, you know, in fairness, some of this stuff that I see on Google images here looks fairly convincing. I guess I wouldn't, if I just saw this in passing, I wouldn't think it's obviously fake. I don't know. All right. Uh, for the Republic is up after that. That said, uh, I also am not, I don't enjoy yard work and I, you know, in the height of the, early summer, late spring, I got to mow the lawn like two or three times a week. It grows so fast. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I could be convinced, although I doubt it. It seems weird. For the Republic, you there? Yeah. How's it going, guys? Do you have a strong lawn opinion? Should it be artificial or natural? Uh, Natural. (laughs) Always. Fair enough. It's a little annoying to uh, deal with at times, but uh, nothing better than walking out on just a fresh cut lawn and you get that beautiful smell. That's true. Uh, It's a pain in the ass to mow the lawn, but once you're done, there's something that is satisfying as a man to look at your own lawn. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So regarding the uh, 18 or maybe 19 states, if uh, rumors about Idaho are correct, regarding the uh, states that are now suing Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin yeah, over the uh, violations of state, federal, and constitutional voting laws. A, uh, a good buddy of mine who is uh, also a loyal listener, he had a great response to hearing about it. And we were talking, and after he heard more and more states were joining in, he goes, lines are being drawn. Teams are being selected. The boog is upon us. Wow. Here it comes. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought I'd get uh, your guys' initial thoughts on the suit on the Texas suit so far. Um, What's the status frankly, on that? Seems, uh, have... It's been filed. The Supreme Court gave uh, the four states that have been mentioned uh, until tomorrow at like four o'clock or something to respond to the suit, and that's uh, that's where it's at at the moment. I think. Yeah. So we we don't necessarily have an agreement to hear the case, as far as I understand. And the idea here is yeah, that just... correct me if I'm wrong on this, on the summary of the argument, Texas and this coalition of States are saying that Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Georgia violated the U S constitution in the way they conducted their elections because what's the provision of the U S constitution that they violated? Is it because the legislatures are supposed to, design election rules and that's not what happened. I'm not sure I understand the core of their argument. 
Yeah, they it, they're they're uh, claiming that they violated the the electors clause of Article okay. Two of the Constitution. Okay. Um, saying you know uh, that each state shall appoint in its pres its presidential electors in a manner or in such a manner as the legislature thereof may direct. Gotcha. And so, like with with Pennsylvania, it was the Pennsylvania Supreme Court that actually extended the deadline for receiving mail-in ballots and things. It, it didn't go through the legislative process. Uh, so they're saying all that is shenanigans. Uh, the Georgia Secretary of State modified the signature verification requirements of ballots and things. And then uh, all okay. four states have some counties that changed the way that they received and evaluated uh, certain ballots, which actually has precedent with the uh, Bush v. Gore because uh, some other states or some other counties in Florida were – doing that as well and the supreme court said that that violated the equal protections clause okay do so, we, I mean, do we got, have precedent for a state suing another state over their electoral practices i've never heard of this has it been done before not to my knowledge okay um i mean it, it it's not often well, i mean since like you know pre-1800s that the states are actually suing each other yeah yeah but, okay. I mean, I mean, frankly, and this feels far more like a kraken to me than anything else because I mean, you're not supposed to see the kraken coming, and this pretty much came out of nowhere. Um, but I mean, it. What I love about this is that it's not a matter of. It has nothing to do with raising the question of whether or not fraud occurred. Right. This is strictly a legal question of do states have the right to violate their own constitutional provisions and the U.S. Constitution and change the manner in which they uh, select their electors or yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. so it's, it, it should be pretty cut dry. And with this many states getting behind it, I, I can't imagine that the Supreme Court can ignore this uh, this lawsuit at this point. If Will, okay, my last question, then we got to let you go. Is there any chance of recruiting beautiful yeah. Ted to argue this case instead of the Pennsylvania <laughs> one? Because I want to see that. I was excited to see that. I, I, I've i heard rumors uh, that after uh, Pennsylvania kind of went out of the way that he uh, would maybe consider taking this to the Supreme Court and speaking on behalf of Texas. Oh, my so God. There, there is a chance. There is a chance. All right. Well, I definitely and want to see how this argument is sorted out. To your point, I like to see yeah. it is refreshing to see a little bit of a tighter legal argument as opposed to a patchwork of of fraud claims. I'm not saying the fraud claims don't matter. They do. It's just tougher to oh, make. Yeah. You have to it's just a tougher case to make. You have to demonstrate that X amount occurred sufficient to change results and all that. This is a this is a more direct uh confrontation of whether the process itself was square or not. Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the summary, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more on Sunday. Uh, I appreciate it because it's sort of a this is not an angle that I had thought of before I saw the news breaking yesterday or the day before, whenever that was. Yeah, no, it'll it'll be interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, as a previous caller was saying, uh, keep your guns clean, keep your powder dry. <laughs> Good advice. Thank you, man. Yeah, bye. <laughs> OK, we are overdue for a break. Let's hop into a few. Let's see. Uh, C2K over on DLive is saying uh, got links, a few links. Unfortunately, I can't follow the links. Sorry about that, C2K. 
But uh, if you want to email them to me, I can check them out. And uh, also says Laurel had a really good lawyer take on the Texas suit. I've not seen Laurel's video, but I know Laurel is generally very well legally informed. So I would like to hear what she has to say. This this thing is sort of out of nowhere. I did not see this one coming. And uh, who knows, man? Uh, uh, never say die. Don't stop believing. <laughs> this is the show I want. I don't think it's likely, but... This is the show that I want to watch. I want I want to see that argued. And again, just imagine if this happened. <laughs> I'm, I am uh, building a bunker and laughing the whole time. Yep. I'm, yeah, I'm out of here. Well, I don't know where I would go. No, I'll be here. You're in a perfect location. I might have to head your way, to be honest. But we, we definitely have bunkers to build. Okay, uh, we're good over on Streamlabs. So just if we can catch up on YouTube for a couple minutes unfashionable observation introducing the emigrator 6000 plus featuring coordinate selector for improved accuracy and advanced elastomeric tensioning for superior range dang this thing makes one hell of a twang remember departure is not a fuss with the emigrator 6000 plus that's that's a new catapult i presume it sounds advanced it sounds like a futuristic method i like it i'm into it yeah uh nobody are you doing a show on new year's eve It'd be a sunday i guess not Oh, that's a good question is uh, I haven't looked that far ahead. We have. No, it's not a Sunday. New Year's Eve this year is a Thursday. So we should have normal Sunday, Sunday, to the 27th. I, I don't know if you'll be around. I'll be around. So I assume we'll do a normal show. Two days after Christmas at my brother's. So we can figure something out or if you can't, you know, but I can't, but it's going to be on my laptop. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it. We'll make something happen. And then um, the next Sunday is the third, so we should be good for Sunday shows. Yes, we might have to talk about that. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, one um, one way or another, we'll have some some sort of stream. Yeah. Long Dong John says, "Watch me get the show banned. I think fraud and irregularities won Joe Biden in the twenty twenty <laughs> election. See, didn't even have to mention the Jews. <laughs> I can't believe Susan allows that in super chat." But the only the yeah. only flaw with your message is it's not definitive enough. You can't say I think. It's got to be it is known fact. No. That. Yeah. JM, um in my honest opinion Pennsylvania was dismissed because it had overlap with the larger Texas case. They aren't going to judge it twice. I hope that's the case. I hope that's true. Well, maybe. It, it, the odd thing about the Pennsylvania dismissal is Alito and potentially others had seemed somewhat sympathetic to that case and to dismiss it in one sentence without any explanation or even a, dis- a dissenting opinion or a dissenting vote nine zero. I I'm not an expert in the inner workings of the Supreme court. Maybe that's more normal than I realized. That just seems given the importance of that case, it seems a little weird to me. I, I don't, I didn't necessarily expect them to take it or to decide in Trump's favor and throw out Pennsylvania. But to be so dismissive without explanation, I thought was kind of weird. And I took that as a bad sign to that point. Maybe it's actually a sign of something else to come. I don't know. Interpret it the way you will. Um, oh, I read that one. Uh, nobody look into ordinance labs, YouTube channel. It's a bomb. Okay. Um, anonymous says the more we do you, the less you seem to believe we're doing it. <laughs> it's a Goebbels quote. Gerbils, you're all gerbils. Uh, <laughs> okay. Graham, Graham, that's clearly says Graham. So I'm, <laughs> and you can't uh, use pregnancy brain as an excuse anymore. That one's on you. It's breastfeeding. Uh, Tucker claimed the suppression of Hunter News was election rigging. Potentially, I don't know, there was. 
certainly a collective media ignoring of the story and a deliberate effort effort by social media to suppress it. Seemed like a team yeah. effort. Yeah. Um, let's circle back. We don't have that many. Okay. Uh, just in case I have to, where did we leave off? Let me mark it. I have to come back. Who was the last one? Uh, Robert Franklin. Okay. Or the next one. Sorry. Is the next one. Okay. I will come back to that and we'll get back into the calls. Uh, XFD is up next. XFD, you're good to go if you're ready. Give him a second. That mic is muted. Initial D is up after that. Initial D, you're good to go if you're ready. Okay. Who's the last one? Um, hi, guys. How are you doing? Oh. Doing well. How are you? Is doing well. Okay. I will come so, back to you'll have to get that stream okay. muted, though. Sorry, I thought I had muted. All right, it's moving on. Okay, so I have a question that is both a bit absurd and also a bit serious. I think you two will provide me two good but different opinions on it. So the question is, should hard drugs be legalized? Mm. And let me run you through real, real quick where I'm at in my thought process. So personally, I think they are only a negative on society. Yeah. But many of the same arguments that I would have against them, I could apply to almost anything else, especially guns. I think guns are actually a pretty good foil for this. Mm. So... The drugs themselves don't do any damage to anyone but the user, which is the business of no one but the user. However, they do almost always lead to other problems that do affect other people. But those things are already crimes. So the part of this, part of this equation that does uh. infringe on nervous rights is already a crime, right? Which I think is similar to guns, right? You can own guns, use guns, hell, you can use them on yourself. And that's, that's fine. But using it on another person to commit harm, that's when it's a crime. So if I'm to remain... You know, consistent in my principle, I, do I have to allow just anything and everything when it comes to drugs? So if you are against hard drugs, can you give me an argument that they should be illegal, but that, that same argument can't be then be applied to other things, namely gun? I mean, oh, you want to go first? Uh, if you have strong if you have strong thoughts on this, I really struggle with this one and I can make yeah. you I can make you an argument on either side. I think the line is really tough to draw, but if you feel strongly, go for it. I mean, I used to advocate for the legalization of all drugs, but then I started looking at the value of collectivism and started caring about the tapestry of our culture, which I think, and then living in Seattle, of course, with um, needle sharing programs and such. I think that uh, hard drug usage and the ease at which you can acquire them uh, destroys societies and civilizations. I mean, look at the opiate crisis and nobody can tell me that there's no evidence that legalization and ease of access is not going to increase use. It, it, it obviously is. No, I, I agree. Like I, I think they are nothing but bad on society. Yeah. However, I have the problem is like, how do I make an argument against drugs that doesn't then apply to other things? Cause like it, the argument I would make against drugs is one that I might hear against anything else that I like, such as gun. So that that's where I'm hung up on. Cause I agree they're bad. What do you think about, know. um, cause I, I agree in this, like to take the other side of it in sort of a, I don't even like this argument that much. Cause I think it's kind of a fantasy scenario that doesn't really exist, but let's say I have, um, I don't know, just stacks and stacks of hard drugs in my room right here, but I don't do anything with them and nobody ever consumes them and I don't sell them to anybody. Should that itself be a criminal act when nobody's rights have been violated? No damage has been done. Is that a realistic scenario? Probably not. I guess my my question uh, to you, Initial D, on using your set of principles here, 
do you think the act of selling it should be criminal? If you think that it only produces bad effects or it produces victims, if that's a good word to use, should the sell should the sale be criminalized or is that just two people engaging in a consensual transaction? Nobody's rights violated. That's fine. I would say the latter is two people, you know, because I would say the same thing you could say about fast food for like fast food is terrible for you, but yeah, like, yeah. You ban fast food. Like, what do I want to? I mean, it'd probably be good for society, but like again, uh, that's kind of a pretty serious overreach on my part. Hmm. The, I, I really I, I struggle with this one so much for the same reasons that you're describing that. Yeah. And the same reasons that Blonde is describing. That is to say, is it is it possible to be a, a meth user who never violates anyone's rights and never destroys the community in which you live and participate? Uh, I, in theory, yes. It's also very rare. I mean, how many men? Yeah, no, it how, never happens. Yeah, how, how many how many communities do you know that are just full of meth consumption, but they're also high? They're they're functional meth users. It's just it's just not exactly. common. No, I, I guess again, I totally agree with you guys on this. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. The, and the, so I think the best solution is just everyone decides. Every like every you know, community decides for for themselves. You know, it, it shouldn't be a federal issue, in my opinion. But oh whatever. no, no, I definitely would not be in favor of federal regulation. Yeah, this. So I, I and, think I think at the, at the end of the day, this question is kind of irrelevant because everybody, everybody would decide for their own within their own communities. Yeah. But it's just it's more so the principle of it that kind of interests me and that I can't well, and, get and a good I, answer on. Well, what I would say is the legal framework whether it's guns whether it's drugs whether it's anything that can produce bad outcomes or is highly likely to produce bad outcomes the cultural strength against the cultural integrity against that sort of thing is much more important than the legal framework if you totally have agree. broken families if you have a culture with broken values uh, guns can do bad things to people who don't have good values drugs can do bad things to people who don't have good values I'm not saying it's completely irrational to think that that laws can help these things, but I don't think they help as much as stable families with good values who are producing uh, children, young people who are not going to be victimized by this sort of thing. At the end of the day, I don't consume hard drugs because they're against the the re. I don't cons- the reason I don't consume hard drugs is not because they're against the law. I could go get them if I wanted to. The reason I don't is because I was raised by a good set of parents with proper values and I know that those things are going to lead to bad outcomes. So I, yeah. that that would be my answer, although <laughs> is that an argument in favor of total legalization? I mean, I I guess I, I it's it's to say that the solution is cultural. It's not statutory. In my Absolutely. opinion, no, I, I, yeah, I, I think in ideal world, this question wouldn't even matter because it wouldn't yeah. be a problem. But again, it's just the, the principle of it kind of interests me, and I, I can't really give a good answer. For no, it I'm, I'm right there with you. Critical. I, I struggle. I struggle with it a lot, and I honestly, I'm uncomfortably tempted by blonde simplicity of just ban and guillotine for the degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So it, it's simpler. Is blonde- is blonde fear still a thing, or like has the baby kind of like milled you out of it? Because am I what? Is blonde fear still a thing? Because like, oh, yeah. uh, I, I, all right, good, good. Let me make sure. I'm I'm super angry. Like I never thought that I could actually kill somebody until I had a baby, and then I was like, oh, yeah, oh. I I could kill somebody. All right, well, not me, please. I don't know. Just come after my kid, and we'll see. Anybody out there? Not you. Sorry. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I'll I will hop out now. It's not taking any more time, but. Yeah, thank Thanks you. Thanks for doing this. It's awesome that y'all do this. So y'all rock. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling right. in. Yep. Bye, guys. See ya.
XFD, you there? Yes, yes, I am, Matt. How are you? How are you, Bond? Good, how are you? I'm glad. Yeah, what, so, what's on your mind? Uh, yeah, so uh, first off, uh, houses in Arizona will sometimes just have um, sand instead of lawns, and okay. they get by just fine if it's in the south, southern part of the state. That uh, seems so to make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying yeah, the issue see. of the night. This is this is all news to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't become the next events. But uh, yeah, uh, one thing you said on uh, one of the streams recently was that for you, you would always expect for you personally, you'd always expect to marry a woman younger than yourself. Um, and in my experience, uh, I've only ever dated women who are older than me. Okay. And I understand that's kind of out of the convention, but my take was. Young women, especially women who go to college, tend to be a bit of have a decent amount of degeneracy. Uh, sure. Also, when I was when I was not in college but living in a college town, I lived next to a sorority, um, so I kind of lost the appeal of dating women in their early twenties. And uh, I had to go to college uh, for what I wanted to do professionally. Uh, a lot of engineering programs are the best way to start as an engineer. You can't on your own the same way you can do maybe computer science or writing or something mm -hmm. um yeah so i've always ever uh dated uh women who are probably at least uh, probably on average like three or four years older than me and uh, unfortunately nothing ever like truly worked out but um can i uh, ask how old I you just, are if you're comfortable uh, sharing I, I'm, yeah I'm, 20, I'm 27 i finished okay. college when i was 20 though so I think I spent more time in the workforce. Um, yeah. Between uh, life between college and marriage, I think it was a little bit longer for me. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that the for me basically my thought was the idea that men should date women or marry women who are younger than them is kind of the analog to women should uh, marry men who are taller than them. Mm. Um, I think they're both arbitrary and kind of just how the population has stacked up historically. But I think that's a bit in that. You might have a point there, but me marrying a tall man doesn't increase my probability of getting pregnant. Whereas you marrying a younger woman does. Yes. I, I will, I will give you that. And also I think there's, there's like a ceiling, like um, if a woman was like 35, that'd, That'd be too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you're, like you're not 32. talking drastically older than you. You're still talking within a yeah. pretty small range there. The, the other reason I, yeah. and of course, people get, people often get uptight when we talk about these topics because we're talking about like general trends, general rules, and there's always someone out there who doesn't live by that rule and they get offended. Obviously, if you find someone who's older than you and it works, go for it. I'm not telling you what to do. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the other the other point I would push back a little bit on calling it arbitrary is that I think for men, the general arrangement between men and women, again, not always, but usually is that men form somewhat of a provider role. I provide a stable household and uh, I'm the breadwinner for my family and all of that for men to to establish a, a suitable household or a suitable provision for a woman for the mother of your children, it takes a little bit of time. There's that angle too. It's just, sure. it takes men X amount of years to build up their wealth, to build up something to offer. And I think that's part of the equation too. It doesn't mean that it's yeah. wrong to take a different approach, but, uh, 
But for I, me, like I, I, I wasn't suitable until my, my late twenties, early thirties. I didn't have it together. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have the right attitude or the things to offer uh, a woman. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I appreciate that. I think the individual approach is definitely the best way. I definitely agree. If, if two individuals to make it work, a man and a woman, um, and whatever arrangement they have, great. Um, but yeah, I do, I do think in general, yes, like the man should be the provider. Uh, that's very biblical. I'm uh, glad you're coming over to um, that perspective. Um, <laughs> well, it is it yeah. is it is biblical and traditional, and I'm not dismissing that point. But for me, um, even beyond that, it's just a point of general happiness. Like I, I'm happy to provide what my wife and I have, and I I I, I think I'll, like we both work right now, but I know I will be most happy when she is taking care of the kids and making this space uh, the best it can possibly be. And that's what she wants too. It's, it's not just a traditional thing. It's like, that's, what's going to make us the most happy. And again, it's not for, if you don't share that, that's fine. Don't send me an angry email. Do you do you, but, but yeah, see the point you're making. I think it's biblical because it's fundamentally, typically generally what makes men and women happiest with each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I did not mean to come across as attacking you specifically. I did not no, no. personally. <laughs> no, I just, I just I wanted to raise that, that concern. Uh, no, it's, yeah. it's, I uh, have, I'm submitting too much to the emailers. That's all. I just know how people take yeah. these things. For, for the longest time, I was one of those emailers. Uh, this is the first time in a while <laughs> I've been able to make it in the call. So I've yeah, yeah. earned it into the on show. So I appreciate, I appreciate you taking the time to answer the emailers. Um, and I hope that, some of the dumb jokes I sent along weren't too obnoxious. Uh, you did uh, go on a tangent for a while. One of them. Oh, I can't. I can't even remember. You'd have to remind me. But uh, but yeah, uh, I appreciate that it. Was, so that, that was my take of uh, women voting will make them submissive because by voting you're submitting. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that, but that hasn't worked out. It's only made them shriekier and more resistant. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that I'm really backfired. With re- repeal the 19th and congratulations on your baby and your marriage respectively thank you that's a point on which we can all agree let's get rid of that damned amendment <laughs> <laughs> thank you man cheers okay let's see we got time for at least uh one more before the top of the hour the sanguine mind up next Sanguine mind, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey there. Um, I'm I'm one of your college peeps, uh, one of your college listeners who likes the show. Um, well, so I just thought, are you still allowed to go to college, or is that banned? You know, it, it's Tennessee, so it's not like the worst mm. of all. But with the college itself, um, <laughs> man, I, I it was. I'm just going to tell you my experience of this semester of college. Sure. Like I got my associate's degree before, um, like everything kind of went off actually like right at the end i got i got my associate's degree uh this in the spring so i got that done and then i congratulations thank you thank you it's a it's big for me i'm happy about that yeah good but transferring to my new school um with everything online like like most of the classes are online there are very few where you actually meet in person and those that you do meet in person all of the lectures are online so it's just like they put everything in a little thing. They don't require you to attend. 
So 90% yeah. of the time you're actually just like locked in your room, like uh, taking notes from like an online video or whatever. It feels That's like so you're, dumb. Your head you're more That's... or less watching YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Which <laughs> thankfully I, I actually had like a backup plan for if things went south. Like my, my plan has always been like get my bachelor's and then join the air force as an officer. But oh, my cool. backup plan was if, if shit goes south or if I am, if I'm not doing as well as I would like to be, then I'm just going to join the Air Force early, which thankfully I'm able to have that backup plan. But yeah, the, the way the teachers were even talking, it was kind of insane. Like everyone was talking like they had no clue what they were doing. And I, I'm glad I'm able, I have the opportunity to kind of like, you know, take a step back and kind of reevaluate where I am. A lot of people don't have that opportunity, especially people my age. Like they're going to go through all this and just kind of, they're going to be worse off for it because they don't have <laughs> sometimes they just don't have the skills to like realize that they can make different decisions it's like their parents or whatever are paying for college or whatever like yeah um be, my parents actually didn't pay for my college i actually had to like i i, I was looking around for loans and stuff uh, this one lady she's actually a family friend like she kind of has helped me out a lot in my life she actually ended up uh co-signing for a loan for me um, which I kind of felt whenever I wasn't doing very well in college because I was locked in my room and I'm I'm bad at pacing myself like a lot of people my age. Hmm. Um, she like I, I was kind of freaking out because I wasn't doing well and I felt like I had kind of an obligation towards her and stuff to do well and stuff. But whenever I just like sat down and talked to her, I was like, "Hey, so um, I'm not doing very well. I'm thinking about just joining the air force." She was kind of like, "You know, I think that's a good idea." Which she said that's oh, a good idea oh she said i think with all this going on that that might work better for you like yeah the way i am i, I work best under kind of like structure and stuff like yeah, I, yeah. I, whatever job I'm, I'm doing i'm great at it like if if i'm like an employee uh, employed or whatever like if I there's accountability is what you're saying yeah exactly yeah but with all this going on there's like no accountability right in college it's, it's ridiculous well and the, the scary thing is I, I i hear from people all the time um, it's not just in an undergraduate setting, which is bad mm -hmm. enough, not only for the generation of young minds that we're cultivating, but, yeah. um, you know, just for the cost that you guys are paying too. But I've heard from people in medical school. I've heard from people in other professional training, which, I mean, I guess I haven't, I haven't gone to med school, but I would think a little hands-on is beneficial and things like actually. Whoa. Is Sorry. that is that a fire? Oh smoke alarm. My sister my sister's probably cooking something. Okay. All right. I will probably have to let you go. Uh but thank you for calling in, man. Thank you for the update and all, all the right. best with your decisions, okay? No problem. Bye. I, I remember that's happened to me a couple of times on the stream, so I can sympathize. But uh but yeah, I've I, I I've heard of people in medical school where things like uh hands on cadaver training or 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 stuff like that is being sacrificed because it's too dangerous. Uh, I don't want a doctor whose training was sacrificed and he basically did stuff digitally. I don't want anything to do with that. Ugh, but yeah. uh, that's safety. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're just a little bit early, but why don't we take a quick break and then we'll hop into our last segment of callers. Over yeah. on DLive, uh, you people chatting over there. Um, C2K says... Uh, Sent me an email on the UK, the UK vaccine killer issue. I will, I will check that out. Um, ETC 
says kisses thank you and and a, a special kiss for your uh, c2k not yourself c2k as well glad you guys are having a love fest in the chat over on d live and congrats to the quartering for hitting 1 million subs well that's an accomplishment i don't uh, i'm not super familiar with him but i have seen his stuff here and there and uh good for him next target get matt to a million and or get a hit piece well with susan susan's reign on youtube um that's never gonna happen youtube's gonna die before i get to a million subscribers i'll guarantee you that and uh actually and then says uh c2k says actually matt get a hit piece because it's more important it's much more attainable too growth on youtube under susan's reign is not uh not easily done okay Streamlabs. uh just just a couple phil says someone stuck swastika stickers on the Anne frank memorial in boise idaho yesterday Ooh boy was it you did you drive down south no, I'm too lazy for that. Which raises the question. But I do have thousands of people at my behest, apparently. So. <laughs> he has the same. Uh, Susan, can I ask this one? This is the same question you had about Coeur d'Alene. Why is there an Anne Frank Memorial in Boise, Idaho? Is there a large community of the. <laughs> is there a large community in Boise? Or is it just a flex? I don't know. Did they fix the one that was in Coeur d'Alene? Uh, I actually don't know. I still haven't found it at the park. Hmm. I don't really know where to look. It's a small park, but I, I can't find it. Michu says rock rock lawns are man's lawn. I've never lived in a super dry climate, but I could see that making sense if you had to. I, I don't have to aggressively water my lawn here. It mostly stays green on its own because it's not a crazy dry climate. But if I lived in like Arizona or something, I, I could see it. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, oh, there was one other thing I was going to say about Boise, Idaho. I, I turned on the news this morning, uh, NBC News. And there were protests going on outside the home of one of these uh, lockdown architects in Boise because people have had enough of this bullshit. And it was some chick who was crying on her Zoom meeting with the rest of her public officials because protesters were outside my house. And granted, as a general rule, I am not a fan of going to people's houses. I don't like it if you're outside Mitch McConnell's house. I don't like it if you're outside Tucker's house, if you're threatening. I don't, that's not a behavior that I want to replicate. However, these, these health officials have to recognize they have, in, in some cases literally, but generally uh, in many other cases just legally, they have inserted themselves into other people's property in an unwelcome way. I don't want anybody invading anybody's property. I don't want their property invaded. But here's a solution. Stop invading other people's property. Maybe then they won't be at your house and you won't become a crying wreck when you're supposed to be a public official whose job is, by the way, defending people's rights. That's it. So Boise has been invaded by presumably California transplant chicks who can't handle the heat of being a public official. Who would have thought people would be bad when I ruined their lives? (laughs) God, what a bitch. Uh, Robert Franklin says all states with uh, Republican AGs have joined the Texas lawsuit minus Wyoming, Georgia and North Dakota. The battle lines are being drawn balkanized now to save historic America. So their children don't have to historic America. What a joke. Um, but I agree for the most part <laughs> mm. uh, Fisher with all hands on deck to destroy our country. It disenfranchised conservatives among leftist, big tech, mainstream media and major cultural figures when does violence become acceptable and necessary? If not now, then when uh, you should answer this so that we don't get banned defensively defense. I that's always the answer. Really? 
defensively, Susan. And, and it's not just a joke to Susan. That's always the answer. But here's here's the the answer with the philosophical founding of this country. When your government exists for one reason, it is to protect and secure your rights. If the government fails to do that, if not only if it fails, but if it actually infringes upon them, it loses its reason to exist. That is what you call the watering of the tree of liberty at that point. I don't say that with any sort of eagerness. I don't want that. I want nothing to do with that. I just want to live my life, have my stupid stream and have a good time with everybody who's in our community and live out the rest of my days. But I will not have my rights violated. And anybody who is having their rights violated is justified in defending those rights. That is legitimately a defensive situation. So the more they encroach, the more you're going to see flashpoints. And that's not advocacy. That's just the reality. Yeah, that that is the moral and philosophical foundation of this country. It's not just what this country is about. It's about the moral truth of that reality. Uh, stop encroaching and none of that shit will happen. Just leave people alone and none of that shit will happen. They have the choice. A bomb dropped him. He says, I'm sorry on Sunday show. Someone super chatted. Is it harder to swallow the black pill because of genetics? You both answered the question seriously. Consider uh, considering your personal genetics. And it was a dick joke. The black pill. It's not a very good joke, though. Like, it occurred to me that it might be a joke, but I was like, I guess I still don't even get it. Black pill just means black dick. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and as was when when is giving somebody a bead referred to as swallowing the dick? That's not what you do. I yeah, this, this one's a little over my head, but I, all right. Fair enough. You guys got us. You, yeah. you take, it wouldn't be the first time you got us. You get us all the time. NPC broadcasting. Matt, good job giving it to the little Neo J on Twitter about the jab. <laughs> oh, whoops. I uh, saw you in Elijah's mentions when he was being bullied. Baby Gavin is watching you all on the TV. He keeps waving at blonde. Hi, baby Gavin. Yeah, it, seriously. Is this going to be the one? Oh, I sent that to you. Right. Now, this was another black eye that my uh, domestic abuser, Ben Shapiro, gave me. Now, there were some people who were mad at me. So to give the context here, Elijah Schaefer over at the Blaze had said, why would you take the vaccine when it's 95% effective if you have a 99% chance of survival? And people were ripping him for that, saying, well, those statistics aren't the same. The 95% effective means that you have a 95% chance of not getting it if you take the vaccine, and then you still have another 99% chance of surviving it on top of that. So you shouldn't really compare these statistics. That's fair. I don't have any beef with that. Ben pointed that out. This is a Ben Shapiro was going on about this on Twitter and then responded. It was the subsequent tweet that got me going a little bit. The subsequent tweet said, take the vaccine dopes. Okay. No, no, it's not take the vaccine or be stupid. And all I said was, come on, man, it's not, there are many reasons to opt out and you're not an idiot. If you opt out and then people were coming at me saying, well, he's making a point about the math and the math is wrong. Okay. But it's not the same thing to say, if the math that's is the, wrong. It, he said, take the vaccine. Right. If Ben had said, this is a poor reason not to take the vaccine. Okay, fair enough. He said, <laughs> in other words, take the vaccines or take the vaccine dopes. That's it. I understand there's a little bit more context there. But if you mean this specific point is a poor reason not to take the vaccine, that's what you say. Take the vaccine dopes means that you're an idiot if you don't take the vaccine. Simple as that. And I reject that point. And, and I also just thought I just didn't like that he was dunking on Elijah Schaefer. The point may be flawed, but I'm not going to be mad at anyone who has some skepticism about this. I, I just don't. 
do, do what you want. And, you know, I'm not going to try. Ben can say what he wants, obviously, and people can decide if they listen, they want to listen or not. I was just really turned off by the by the statement that said, take the vaccine or be an idiot. I reject that totally. Yep. That, anyway, great story. Compelling. Oh, we'll circle. Will I listen to Ben more? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you just shake your head. Shaking your head doesn't translate to listening material. Oh, that's right. I mean, I just don't understand. What's it going to take, man? What's it going to take? He's the last, you for the last the, time. It's time to get all your pack your bags, get out of the house, go to that local women's shelter. <laughs> the last time he pissed me off this bad was the Charlottesville week. That and you said that, went back to him. You know, it does become your fault at some point. Yeah, that said, and I, I, I still think. Whenever I talk about Ben Shapiro, people email me because you got half of people who are like, how dare you criticize this God? And then you got half of people who are like, how dare you still listen to him? And rightly or wrongly, I just think his summary of the news and the, his construction of his show is very well done. And I find it useful. Um, I, I can't expect perfect alignment with everyone. And I certainly don't have perfect alignment with him. I, I would grant him a wide latitude in his beliefs. And I do because I don't agree with him on everything. The only thing I take issue with is being called an idiot for disagreeing with him. That is a line that uh, I'm willing to draw. So we'll see. Anyway, okay, back to the callers because I don't. <laughs> I didn't want to get into a big, long Ben Shapiro speech here. Yet here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Polish dad is up next. Polish dad, you're good to go if you're ready. And then crazy Viking is up after that. Hello. Yeah, what's on your mind? Hi, guys. Greetings from Poland. Hi. Oh, well, hello. It's got to be late there. Uh, It's early. Yeah, I I woke up. Hmm. Uh, So uh, I heard... uh, there is a little bit delay between the the call and your uh and the youtube show so yeah it's probably like 15 20 seconds why are you trying to you got a stunt to no, get no, us no. banned or something <laughs> maybe more I, yeah. I just wanted to to give you a little bit a uh, bit of black pill uh about <laughs> the poland okay because uh for the last few weeks i heard you uh, a lot of callers saying a lot of uh good things about Poland and uh I don't think that they are correct in their assessment. Really? We basically have no conservative party mm. in Poland. It's basically just Democrats who are anti LGBT and anti abortion. So why is is Poland isn't Poland more conservative than the rest of Europe on immigration issues? Is that correct? Uh yes. So we are just anti-immigration, anti, uh, and the, the only ones who are anti-abortion. But mm-hmm. uh, the rest of things are just the same. We are the the all the parties are the socialist parties. So basically, you have the high taxes. Uh, uh, all social programs. Uh, the Poland is least uh, gun-friendly country in Europe. Hmm. So, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, basically, there is. Uh, I I know one person who owns the guns, and you have to 
uh, jump through uh, a lot of hoops to get them. Uh, there is a famous gun store owner in Poland who wanted permission to have a gun to defend his gun store. So police told him that this is not allowed. Well, how does he sell uh, the guns? <laughs> if he can't have a gun to protect his gun store, how is it legal to sell the guns? Uh, it's, it, it just says in the Polish law that uh, the, the, if you want the gun to protect yourself, that's the reason to, to reject your uh, okay. So. Is this one of those countries where you're only supposed to have them for like sporting purposes and you have to declare a uh, purpose? Uh, yeah, basically then. Mm. So basically the only way to get the gun to protect your home is to, to get uh, to, uh, you need to join some kind of uh, sporting team yeah. or, the, uh, or the hunting uh, team, something like that. Okay, that's that's pretty weird. Yeah, other than that, we are paying like forty percent of income tax. Uh, we have average fifteen percent of sales tax. Wow! Uh, and you have a lot of other taxes like uh, gas uh, is considered a luxury goods, so you have two hundred fifty percent tax on that. <laughs> okay. Damn. I'm I'm out at that. Three hundred percent tax on vodka, fifty percent on beer. What? Yeah. Three hundred percent. Well, I guess the the Russian vodka next door has got to be like <laughs> a penny anyway, right? <laughs> that can't be that can't, it can't be that expensive, or maybe it is. It's the vodka is not expensive in the first place, so yeah, it's basically just uh, the government taking. Uh, as many taxes as they can. Mm. So, uh, and you have a lot of other taxes. And right now, then the Polish government. And don't get me started on the on the coronavirus, because uh, the Polish government. We have had like uh, uh, thirty deaths a uh, a day at the beginning of the pandemic, and mm. we are forty million. Uh, around four, 40 million uh, people country. Wow. So our government decided to uh, lock everything down. Uh, so they locked the, the gyms, the playgrounds, the restaurants, so the people went to uh, uh, to, to local forests and parks. Uh, so one week later, the government uh, closed the forests. <laughs> <laughs> so you just can't go out at all. Oh, my God. Uh, no, uh, this was in, in spring. Right. Oh, so they've relaxed a little bit. Our, uh, but right now we are uh, again in the full lockdown. So basically, oh my God. Uh, everything All is right. closed. We are supposed for the uh, for the Christmas. We are not supposed to gather uh, with uh, more than five people in home. Hmm. So it's uh, so they, they and they are going uh, full uh, full on with the coronavirus with the vaccines. They just announced that. Uh, you will get the uh, that people who are vaccinated will get the vaccinated status. So you will get your own QR code, uh, oh, your God. card. Yeah, there I'm will be national. Uh, there will be national uh, registry of vaccinated people, mm. and also, if you are vaccinated, this will not allow you to not wear masks everywhere. 
So you will still be obliged to wear a mask all the oh, time. Oh, it doesn't get you out of wearing a mask. That's ridiculous. Why no, even bother? Not at all. Yeah, okay. most we, people. Uh, the the good part is that most people are uh, are over the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit too much, but uh, but basically, uh, other than in uh, TV, the, the people just trying to go about their lives, except for the business owners who are completely screwed. <laughs> well, I guess hopefully they get some of their tax money back. All right, man, we got to let you go. Uh, but uh, thank you for the uh, thank you for the Poland update. I have I, I have no knowledge myself, so I've heard people saying great things, but I just I haven't I haven't heard from a Polish person. So thank you. Thank you, too, for the show. Yep. Have a good night or a good morning, whatever it is. <laughs> Bye, guys. OK, so is Poland out for the compound? Got to stick with North Idaho. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Crazy Viking is up next. Last time we got a little bit of a Portland update. At least I think this is the same guy. Did you see uh, they tried to set up another Chaz in Portland and Ted Wheeler shut it down immediately? Really? Yeah, funny. He found his balls after the election. Hmm. Uh, Crazy Viking, you there? Oop, yep. Uh, one second. Okay, good. Are you the Portland Viking guy or am I thinking of somebody else? Uh, you're thinking of somebody else. Oh, okay. My mistake. What's on your mind? Well, the end of that last call transitions excellently into what I want to talk about. The thing that's scaring me most right now is the uh, what feels like oncoming soft mandate of vaccines that are going to come uh, come out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah personally, because yeah. I don't... It's not going to come out from a... Uh, from a federal level here in the United States, I, there's going to be too much pushback from that. But I definitely feel like there's going to be, well, I'm already seeing some articles pushing out of how businesses are going to be requiring their workers to yes. be getting the vaccine. Yeah. 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 I think you're going to see basically a very similar effect. What, what social media has been to free speech, big business will be to vaccine choice. Yeah. What yeah. uh, do you do you do you have any are you foreseeing anything else other than well, I, I guess it's one thing to require employees. Uh, I probably wouldn't want to work at a place that requires employees to get it. I understand that that's easier said than done when your livelihoods on the line. Do you think that they'll extend it to customers? Like, would it be vaccine to enter a store, vaccine to fly in a plane, vaccine to go to Disneyland or something like that? I, I can see things. <laughs> Like airplanes, certainly anything that has to do with interstate anything, because I know that the interstate commerce clause is abused more yeah, than uh, Rihanna was uh, <laughs> by Chris Brown. That was a good one. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it just yeah, it just gets abused uh, to yeah. do pretty much anything. So I, I assume that there's going to be something being pushed forward with, with that. But yeah, it's just it's like I'm already preparing myself thinking, OK, I'm probably going to be homeless in about three months because I'm just I, I refuse to take this thing. So you think what you'd be kicked out of your living arrangement or something? Why would you be homeless or because you are you're out of work or what? Uh, just just goes out of work because uh, I lived in Western Washington and moved to uh, North Idaho to try to escape this craziness. Mm -hmm. um, but silly me, I thought I might be able to escape the globalist somewhere. Why are you worried in North Idaho about this? Oh, and just because the company I work for, um, 
I end up having to go across over into Washington uh, oh, pretty much okay, every okay. single week. So I'm going to have to get that there. So, I mean, and I think I'll probably be able to find some sort of small business to work at somewhere, but I figure that there's, there's somehow going to be like big businesses are going to require companies that they work for, or excuse me, companies that they work with to also have this same sort of mandate for their employees. Somehow I probably have just taken too many black pills, to be honest. Is this is this a hill? Realistic. I don't know. I yeah. see. That's the thing, Blind. I'm I'm afraid because the beginning of this year, I was very much like Matt. Like, okay, cool. I'm gonna. This is. I, I'm gonna try to stick my principles. Things are gonna be looking better this year. And now I'm like, well, okay. Um, Alex Jones was right about everything. <laughs> are you are you prepared to die on this hill though? You will sacrifice basically everything not to be stabbed with this vaccine. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, I I'd rather be a at least principled in this way, principled homeless man than try to live in this brave new world that can be put forth. Because it's it's just, it's a bunch of, everybody's lying to each other and that's not a good recipe for the future. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's not even, like, am I terrified of the vaccine? Do I think that I'll get sick or will it damage me? Not really. It's the principles that are at stake. And I understand people who are skeptical of the vaccine. Yeah, yeah you're, you're entitled to that. It's a rush timeline. There have already been some adverse effects. I don't think I'm going to like, I don't think I'm going to grow a third arm from this vaccine. It's the principle of the choice that I get to make. And if you're trying, if you're telling me I have to, I will refuse at all costs. I do not grant the idea that you get to stab me against my will this is one of the things I was talking about on Twitter and people are coming back at me. And this was in the Shapiro thread. People are coming back at me saying, Oh, a big man, baby can't take a little prick. Yeah, obviously I can withstand the pain of the vaccine. That's not what it's about. You could stab me with a thumbtack. It doesn't hurt that much. The question is, do I get to go stabbing? Do I get to walk around just stabbing people with a thumbtack? Or is there something wrong with that? If there is something wrong with that, what is it? The answer is not, oh, if I walk into Target and stab everyone with a thumbtack, the answer is not, oh, what a bunch of wussies. They couldn't even handle it. No, you, you stabbed people against their will. <laughs> that's the principle that was violated and I'll die on that hill right there with you, man. I'm not willing to grant anybody government, civilian neighbor, friend, don't care who it is. You don't get to stab people against your will. I will not, I will not concede that point. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much my same reasoning. Exactly. It's that, yeah, sure. There's a good chance. It's probably going to be safe other than the potential for female infertility that I've been seeing with hmm. on some yeah, of the more weirder yeah. sites, but What's the yeah, story no, on that? What what are people saying about that? Um, there's this particular, I think it's a particular spike protein that's being used in some of them that is also in the female placenta, which if um, if it triggers an immune response in women in that way, then uh, they won't be able to have kids. Whoa. They'll basically become allergic to having a, a, a placenta. I see. Wow. That's, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's, uh, ex- I mean, that's costly on a level. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think most women would risk that. You'd rather risk coronavirus than risk that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to be, you know, have a cold for two or three days or nah, yeah. no kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah, really. OK, well, thank you, man. And uh, I'm, I respect your stance on your principles and I hope you stick to them. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, leave it on a good note. Congratulations on the baby blonde and of course getting married, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Have a good night. It is going to be 
I hope in the future, when we're all living in the peaceful compound and all this bullshit is over, we can look back in 2020 and remember the things, the fortunate things we had happen in this absolute bullshit year. I hope. Oh, yeah. Maybe, of course. Yeah, yeah. I hope that we can look back and think like, wow, our, our marriage or your firstborn, whatever. Uh, isn't it funny that that happened in such a bizarre bullshit year? But in retrospect, we're so happy to have what we have. I hope that's how this all ends. But yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> the way things are headed, we'll probably tell our children 2020 was a heyday. Oh my God, it was the best. 2020 was the greatest time we've ever had. The, way, the trajectory of all of this makes me. Uh, it does worried. make me worried. Okay, we got time for a couple more. Magic Sky Fairy is up next. Magic Sky Fairy in the Great White North. What's going on? How you doing? You remembered uh, my cucked, humble beginnings. <laughs> I never forget the Canadians or the Australians. I don't know why. Oh, I just don't. Yeah, I just remember them all. Nowhere near as cool. The Aussie accent is the premier accent, I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll disappoint then. Um, <laughs> so I'm following up on uh, last week. I remember I was calling. I was like, hey, do you think the government's going to force me to get the COVID vaccine? Sure. And then, so this year, I don't know if my phone is just fucking listening to me and then, oh, we better propagandize you in, into the right thing. <laughs> uh, but like I see these art, this article titled, yes, your employer can require you to get the vaccine or something, you know, something along those lines. I saw that one in CNBC and they were going over whether that's legal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and in Canada, basically like our, our premier uh, had already done the legwork to like, look it up. Can I constitutionally do this? And the answer he determined was no, I am unfortunately not able to, you know, force inject the citizenry, but what I can do, which is almost as good is to just viciously coerce my citizenry into taking it. Um, mm. So part of that just includes like refusing government services in various yeah. ways. What? And then That's you have that do. Yeah. yeah. And then like you can't go to theaters, for example. You can't travel anywhere like in public transportation of any kind. I can't uh, imagine like the government doing that. I don't think that would fly in this country, that the government could refuse services uh, based Yeah. Wow, or at least like put you in some like second class set of services. But that's yeah, what I don't think said. that would fly in this country. But maybe fair, yeah. To be fair, they did not specify the services that would be restricted. They just said restricting some services. So yeah, presumably yeah. anything where there'd be like some open environment of people hanging out, you'd ha be not permitted to go there because you're too much of a risk to the public. Hmm. Um, but the, the I use my dad as a gauge for normie reactions to things. Sure. And so I, I spoke with him about this and he said, oh, well, that's it's too bad to know that we can't uh, just like, you know, forcibly inject everyone. Uh, but at least we can coerce them uh, because it is true that this is coercion for the greater good. And, you know, this is an obvious like, you know, even if these people don't realize it, it is in their own best interest, too. Oh, that's it. We see this whole time we've tried coercion for bad things. Nobody's tried coercion for the greater good. Duh. Why didn't we think of that one in the past? Uh, you know, oh. I would love to just let you and my dad just argue that. And he would just tell you <laughs> that you just like, like you're just not on my moral plane, man. Like you just don't understand that we're trying to do a good thing here. And no, you're no. just bathing in ignorance. If like, my just, ideas are so good, I get a blank check to violate basic moral principles and everyone's rights in the process. It's just my ideas are on that high of a level. God, yeah, I love Matt, that. just because you're ignorant you. and you want to lead people <laughs> down to stray down the path of, of you know, 
disease and death. You know, that's not my problem. Like I, I'm here trying to save people, and you're bringing them to to death. What's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was really wow. uh, like I don't know. I have trouble talking with my dad about anything political because he he's the guy who will ingest mainstream news and take it uh, at face value. Like he he thinks like oh like that this election was just like the, the the smoothest thing ever, and you've just got a bunch of Q retards who are you know <laughs> believing nonsense from 4chan. Um, like he even said, like I told him the dead voter thing. I'm like, dude, you can go to the mission, put this guy's name in with this date and this, you know, it'll return ballot sent and received. And be like, nope. And then he sends me a political article saying debunked. It's already been debunked. You're you're sending fake news. And I'm like, oh my god. And then you hear, anyway. well, just like the uh, just like suitcase gate has been debunked. They just declare it, even though mm-hmm. there are still lots of questions of substance that remain that aren't addressed. They just declare. Well, it doesn't even matter because YouTube is actually saying any of those video, any videos uh, that discuss that kind of thing are just. Uh, I don't know if you saw that Tim Pool video. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about it at the top of the stream. Yeah, that they're oh, going to okay. ban that Sorry, sort of stuff. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's so, huge news. This that's a huge thing going into twenty twenty one. I think so, and yet RussiaGate, no problem. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Trump confirmed. They're not, not going to scrub those videos. Well, it sounds no. like you have a good relationship with your dad. At least, at least you're able to talk about these things. Maybe he can be swayed eventually. Mm, less so. I mean, the, the only hmm. time here's the thing: like he'll get triggered and get angry at me because he's got the moral high ground, and I'm sure he he, he literally describes me as alt right. Even though my my whole <laughs> core of my philosophy is don't fuck with me, and I won't fuck with you. I don't like to tell people what to do. I also don't like to be told what to do. Speaking and if you're running language, around yeah. trying to jab people with syringes you're you're objectively trying to impose shit on people yeah. he's okay with that but he views me as the authoritarian for some reason um so it's really <laughs> you're the degenerate yeah i am the degenerate because i am not willing to stab people against their will uh for the greater good how did so, leaving people alone become degenerate holy shit uh, well i don't ironically like he, he'll say oh my son is far i'm in the center and he says that like with a tremendous amount of like, I'm in the center. Like, like it just, you can see the, like the, the halo like above him. <laughs> as it. And yeah, yeah. I'm just like the dirty, like, you know, right wing bigot over here who thinks that we shouldn't be hiring black people based on race. Uh, wow. You know, That's a lot so of it's, just, it's, it's tough to talk to him, man. I mean, yes, I can talk to him about like, you know, my souffle that I tried to cook and fucked up and, you know, innocuous things like that. But the second the conversation turns to anything of substance, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just tough. I, I, I find sure. myself unable to communicate with liberals on anything. And I say, I shouldn't even say liberals. They call themselves liberals, but by any objective definition not, of right? liberalism, they're not there. They're leftists. But they don't even realize. I think that just the propaganda has just put a rot in their brains. And the average normie now, I think, has become kind of a leftist without even realizing it. But they still think mm. of themselves as centrist. Yeah, maybe. Does that make sense? Do you I, guys yeah. think that way? I in general I do we got to let you go but I, I appreciate the the thoughts thank you thank you for the call man okay bigot <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think to his point and I, I assume you'd probably agree that uh, if if general mainstream media set the tone for what is kind of the Overton window what the what the quote unquote acceptable perspectives on issues are that has shifted so far left that people think they're moderates when in fact they would have been outside of the Overton window of this country, I don't know, decades, uh, yeah, only a few true. decades ago. So, yeah, um, I, I think that's a fair point for sure. All right, well, we got, we're a little past uh, bottom of the hour. Let's take one more. Uh, does that sound good? Mm-hmm. We'll give, um, let's see, uh, 
Jokal? Jokile? I don't know how to say this one. Let's see. Let's find out. Jokal, you there? I don't know how to say your name. Oh, it's uh, Jokel. Jokel, thank you. What's thank on your you. mind? Um, so to start uh, from last Sunday's stream, Matt, I wanted to mention that you're a pop culture philistine. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the fact that you don't know that STNG is Star Trek The Next Generation. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a great Star Trek mind. I'm not a great movie mind. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised that one got past me. <laughs> um, so I think I'll keep this short as a late end caller. My my question to you guys is, uh, despite all the talk about the assault on the Second Amendment, um, I I fear that the assault on the First Amendment is even bigger and less talked about. Hmm. I don't know. You need two to defend one, don't you? I well, I suppose so. But I, I think my bigger picture is not so much the amendment itself, maybe, but just culturally, culturally, how we are. Um, we're not allowing people. Like, there's all this censorship all over the place, and so I, I often wonder with the way YouTube is going, and and for you guys in particular, how do, how are you thinking about the long term? process of trying to solve this problem by solve the problem do you mean like create a culture that values free speech and the right to self-defense or do you mean just <laughs> find a place for us personally well yeah are those the only alternatives can can it not be turned around well i think i think this show is a is our long-term approach to addressing that the reason i enjoy talking about this stuff so much is that i want to promote and achieve or restore a culture that upholds those values. And this channel, this stream is a long-term project in trying to do that to the best that we can. The other piece of that goal that you're talking about is how do you maintain a home for it? Given the threats that exist on YouTube and elsewhere. And that's just really, it's, it's like everything else, whether you're talking uh, in the financial world or whether you're talking in the world of surviving Susan censorship, it's just all about diversification. So I'm just trying to have a presence elsewhere. The writing has been on the wall with YouTube for quite some time, but I think this latest announcement about not being able to talk about the election outcome, the, the more, the more YouTube goes down this path where effectively half the country's perspective is banned the less realistic it's going to be to, to stay in that place. So I, I really think 2021 is going to be, if not a death year for us personally on YouTube, a death year for YouTube politics in general. So um, I, I hope that addresses your question. I, I'm, am I missing anything about it or is that satisfactory? No, I, I suppose. Well, yeah, I mean, my only question to you would then be in your argument of diversification, mm -hmm. how is that also not a double-edged sword for segregation? And it is. That, yeah, it right, is. Like you get kicked to bit shoot. And then I got to hear about everybody yeah. on bit shoot being the fringe element yeah. and not the con. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess maybe your second answer was better. We all have to hide and shelter 
with other people that have well if this. they if they want to make us invisible if they want to cast us off to a corner like yeah i guess we'll hang out in the corner but also we have a lot of people who want to hang out with us over there so like what are you going to do about that i i to your point i want twitter and youtube the way they not really the way they are, but the way they were or what they had the promise to be. I what's the most fun thing on Twitter? It's quote tweeting leftist nonsense or getting in fights with people. Uh, remember, remember how vicious you, you used to be on Twitter, blonde. It was. Oh, yeah. It was the best. Everyone loves that. You loved that. For the days I felt a lot more mentally healthy back then. You, know? <laughs> you felt good about yourself by tearing down some fat bitch feminist. <laughs> you know, you know. But yeah, I agree that that's the ideal. Um, the, the problem with getting to that ideal is that I don't have millions or billions of dollars to invest in the infrastructure necessary to build that. And here's another question for you. Let's say we had uh, we could build a, a YouTube clone that was just free speech YouTube, but worked as well and had all the same features. If it was a free speech place like BitChute is or uh, you know some of these other platforms platforms are, would the leftists come over there anyway? Would they want to be there? No, I, I suppose not. Matt. I want not them there, not. but they have to want to be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a delicate balance. Hey, uh, listen, guys, thanks for letting me on. First time call. Yeah, thank you for and, calling uh, in. Yeah, I, I, thank you for the sanity safe space. Thank you. Have a good night. You guys have a good night. Yep. You too. <laughs> all right uh all right that'll do it on calls tonight thank you guys for calling in and thank you for your patience if uh, we weren't able to get to you tonight it's much appreciated as always and if you're having trouble getting into the show or you'd like to participate but you can't do it live please do send us an email address there is beauty in the beta at gmail.com we will respond to your questions in the last segment of every week's show like we will right now. I, I put this one in the notes because we had a super chat for you on Sunday, but I wasn't able to get it to you in time. So we had Gian, uh, Giacinto who said blonde in the last segment. So this was referring to some of the discussion on Sunday. In the last segment, you spoke of focused community building and consolidation. Would you elaborate with concrete examples of such an effort? Yeah, sure. I mean, I did it by leaving Seattle and I researched like, the best area for my personal belief system in the United States. And it seemed like it was North Idaho. Um, and then I just immediately uh, made friends here and started investing in the community. I shop at a lot of local businesses. Uh, you know, I have friends around town and everything like that. Um, and if you want to go bigger than that, um, buy lots of land and start homesteading. Mm. Sounds more attractive every day. I am a creature of the internet, obviously, and I don't want to live without the internet. But, you know, if this all goes to hell and I have to start working the land, there'll be some dignity in that. I will, uh, yeah. I'll learn to appreciate that if that's, if, if, if someone offered me the trade right now, you have to go back and work like, I don't know, uh, like at a mid eight, mid 1800s settler. And I mean, really work the land and live a basic primitive life, but you will have total freedom. Would you take the deal? I would think about it. Don't get me wrong. Today's luxuries are fantastic. I don't want to give them up, but pure freedom to be left alone. I would give up a lot of things for that. Too. Me too. 
Um, this is from Daniel. Will the safe harbor deadline on the 8th and the electoral college vote on the 14th even mean anything? A white paper released by Amistad Project contends that when there's disputed election results among states, the only deadline that matters is January 20th. Um, or is the same argument the left made back in 2016 genuinely clueless about this and would love your guys' take? I actually have no idea. I don't know anything about this. this- I, I'm under the impression the, the 14th deadline isn't going to mean anything. This is the this is a lot of legal technicality that is outside my area of expertise. Full disclosure, I, I my understanding is that the electors vote on the 14th. That vote is then certified by Congress and the inauguration happens. It, it does the fort uh, on the on Monday, the 14th or this this Monday, right? The vote's going to happen. Does that mean it's over? In theory, if I understand correctly, no, because the vote has not been certified by Congress again. This is me speaking with like half knowledge, so it's it's probably bullshit. Uh, what I do know is here's what I do know, or at least I've been told by reliable minds I trust. The for the deadline on Monday does not doom the lawsuit that still exists. That is to say, the Supreme Court st- still could hear that lawsuit and it still could have meaningful impact uh, even past the the Monday deadline. Is any of that likely? Is it likely that Amy Coney Barrett turns on her laser eyes and swoops in and saves the Republic? Highly unlikely. But I don't think that I don't think that the 14th is uh, any sort of legal deadline after which all challenges have to stop and are null and void. I, I don't think it's anything like that. Consult a lawyer, though. Um, this is one I've never heard before. This is from Daniel. Does circumcision affect the immune response? I've never heard that before. Have you? What is as in, does it make the child, does it give the child some sort of compromised immune? Does it compromise yes. the child's immune system? I mean, I don't, I have no idea. I've never heard anything like that. Could be. All yeah. right. It's a, it's a circumcision topic. You have the floor for 20 oh, minutes. No, I've, I've never heard this before. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can't even open it. Wow. There was some extra information in the email, but I decided not to put it in there because it was too long. And then I put a bunch of long ass questions in after. So I know I kind of regret it. Okay. Sorry. Well, Thank, thank you, Daniel. I'm sorry we don't have more information on that. Uh, Joe says, a few weeks ago in my psychology class, we got into a discussion about the nature of how and why people remain poor. My professor looked, or my professor took the position that most impoverished people, especially those who are minorities, are kept poor by societal forces beyond their control, and that we should not expect them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, nor should we be surprised when they fail to achieve anything meaningful or turn to crime. I rebutted by saying that even if some of these people are held back from their full potential by forces beyond their control, it is still their responsibility to do what they can to improve their lives and make something of themselves. The class as a whole was unable to come to any agreement about how to answer this question, so I thought I'd ask you guys, or your takes on the matter. Uh, sounds like propaganda, but okay. That's what I would say. Give, tell me the systemic mechanism that uniquely holds down minorities in this country. I don't believe there is. I think what you can show is that there are instances of racism, instances of prejudice. Sure. Now show me one person who hasn't had instances of obstacle in their lives. We all have. This them. is just a way to avoid talking about race and IQ. That's really what this is. And it's a way to, it's a way to deflect responsibility too. every single freedom always means 
obstacles, and it means different starting points. If you want a free society, guess what that means? Families, different families are going to achieve different ends because of the choices that they make. Some people will be born into prosperity. Some people will be born into struggle, but you all have the freedom to rise or fall on your own merits. And that's the beauty of the system. You have rich people go broke all the time. You have poor people get rich all the time. It is on you to make the best of your abilities and pursue the best possible version of your life that you can, regardless of any obstacles that may exist in your way. And I just don't get me wrong. If you can show me here's a racist system, it's a statute. uh, You have racist laws that say uh, black people or other minorities are, are not entitled to the same opportunity. That if you're black and you try to build a business, the state's going to shut it down or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't I would oppose that. You can't show me that. Instead, you have these nebulous, nonsensical talking points like, oh, it's a, you know, it's 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 a secret. I don't know. Systemic racism is is itself a nebulous talking point. Nobody knows what you mean by that. What what is racist about the system? It's just oh, people have weird uh, racial preferences in who their friends are or who they date or so, uh, some such nonsense like that. You never hear concrete examples because it doesn't really exist. I think you're right on point, And I think your professor, who knows, I should, I should be fair to your professor. Maybe he's playing devil's advocate and he's not sincere. <laughs> well, I, I guess I would question too, why is that in a psychology class? What the hell is that about? What does that have to do with psychology? That sounds more like a, so, a social study, a sociology type thing. This is from Ryan. Uh, first, I think that a national divorce is not only desirable, but inevitable. And the quicker it comes, the better. But in the back of my mind, I know that a divided U.S. is a weakened U.S. And I worry about what would happen if we split up and a hostile foreign power decides to start encroaching upon us with a force that we cannot match divided. I might mm. take my chance at fighting Antifa over the Chinese army. What are your guys' thoughts? That's occurred to me, and that's uh, the best point I can think of against balkanization. But the the counterpoint there is that um, our government is constantly getting all of us involved in affairs that we have no business taking a part in. Uh, so it's also possible that we piss off fewer people by balkanizing. Yeah, I guess I could see both sides of that argument. Uh, I, I hear, well, I suppose this, this, co- whether you, whether you split the country or not, this comes down to a fundamental philosophy of international politics or just how you conduct yourself in the international community. Would you ally, would you ally with not as bad of communists to defeat the communists? You know, like in this case, would I ally with Antifa to defeat the Chinese? And honestly, who are the worst communists? I don't know. Do they riot like this in China? I don't know what they do. I don't know much about China, but Antifa's. Sorry, what? Chinese government's all over that. <laughs> oh, they stop it. Yeah. They they don't have their own uh they don't have their own brown shirts like that or something. I, maybe they do. I have no idea. I'm not keen on Chinese politics. But all I'm saying is if I have to ally with the the fringe left of this country to defeat anything, I have to question my philosophy at that point. Who what am I defeating if I'm partnering with the worst possible philosophy, violent communism, which is sort of a redundant term because all communism inevitably becomes violent. But I mean, specifically the people who are out there destroying things in the street. I I have nothing in common with these people or their enablers. Mm -hmm. And those are the people who have to be defeated, whether they're Chinese, whether they're American, whatever they are, they have to be defeated. I don't want to ally with anybody who has any relationship or sympathy with that sort of thing. 
Incompetent Hand says, my friend's son is high military. When the Pentagon report on UFOs came out, my friend asked him about it. He basically nodded and said, you didn't hear it from me. Recently, he asked about the server raid in Germany. The son simply said that's classified anecdotal, but it does perk up my tinfoil. I agree that it's a long shot, but could there be a Trump bombshell that the vast majority don't or the vast majority can't ignore? What do you think the right will do if the Kraken post or if the Kraken comes out January 20th? Yeah, the, a day too late. Scary to think what the right would do. No matter what I can imagine, the worst case is nothing happens at all. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's my fear most, and that's the outcome that I expect. Is that you'd get the information too late and you'd be like, well, I can't do anything now. Or nothing the, ever is ever going to happen. This is an interesting legal question. Someone with uh, a more, just a more keen legal knowledge than me uh, could explain it to me. Let's say that that scenario played out. Let's say you had January 21st, 25th, whatever. Definitive, undeniable, traceable, concrete evidence comes out. This was a fraud organized on a mass scale. The entire thing is bunk. It needs to be thrown out and it's provable. Would would the president, what would happen? Does the, how would that be resolved? Does the president have to be impeached? What, or how does, how, how, what's the solution on that? How does that get resolved legally? I have no idea. So that's, that's an interesting thing to think about. And the other thing I worry about, or I wonder how this would play out. I don't even wonder. I know how this would play out. If it happened, uh, you, would you see like right-wing Antifa destroying things? No, I think what you would see is just a total rejection of the federal government and everything it entails such that we're just going to ignore you. And then the, you might have skirmishes where the feds try to crack down on people just living their lives independent of them. You might have something like that. I, I, that's probably how that would happen. But here's, this is interesting to think about too. If that evidence came out a day too late, but it was concrete, definitive, provable, all those things, you think the Democrats would give a shit? They would say, don't care. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. If you could prove to them that it was a, it was all bunk, wouldn't change a damn thing. They just want their guy. Is that the last one? Uh, just one more from Emily. Oh, um, hey, curious or hu- husband is curious who your favorite football team is, Matt. Also, blonde. When are you planning to try to get pregnant again? My daughter will be two in February, and I'm hoping to try again this summer. I don't know. I'm I'm just at this place where I'm like st- I'm still really traumatized from the birth. I, it was six months ago. Um. And my body would not let me get pregnant right now. So I don't know. Maybe this summer, but who knows? Hmm. Who knows? I'm not ready for this again. I, I'm sort of surprised. I thought you would have been gung ho right away, but I understand yeah, but the physical toll. Your period until, sometimes until you're done breastfeeding. Yeah. So I can't even get pregnant for an indefinite period of time. So, you know, it's not like I'm the only person with the say in it. It's like my body and how my baby is and everything like that. So we'll see. Um, But I mean, if I could get this next pregnancy over right now and then not have any more children, I'd do it. Hmm. I don't want to be having kids when I'm 40. I can't do it. Well, you got a lot of time. That's not like around the corner. Seven years from now. That's a long time. Think about seven years ago. That was not that long ago. Oh, I'm a totally different person than I was seven years ago. I was a damn idiot. And I was fat. I was the worst person. Right. <laughs> I was the worst. I was the worst version of myself possible. 
Anyway, <laughs> now talk about football. Now I'm going to get the emails. No, there's not. You, you do you. I'm just saying I was a worse version of myself. I, I, I sucked seven years ago. seems like a lifetime ago. Okay. Emily, uh, or no, Emily, that was the one we just read. She said, what, uh, oh, what's 20 minutes to talk about my favorite football team. Uh, no, I've been, a, I've been a Vikings fan my entire life. And my dad has been a Vikings fan since the team uh, started. Well, I guess maybe not quite that early because my dad would have been like six or seven years old when the team started. But my dad watched all the Vikings Super Bowl losses in the 70s. And my dad has basically given up. But if the Vikings ever make the Super Bowl again, I will still take my dad to see that game. If it happens, I will drag him there. Uh, the, the, but the fo- football has just... Uh, I, I will confess, I have watched some NFL recently. I was going to basically boycott this season. And doing stream prep on Sunday, I just, I like having a football game. I just do. I I feel bad about it, but I have tuned in. But even still, it's so hard to watch now. Because one, uh, there's no fans. So part of the, the, the crowd is part of the game in football. And without a crowd, it really changes the way the game is played. Because there's no, there's very little home field advantage. Uh, it, it's just not as fun, all of those things. And not to mention the politics have been pretty bad. A lot of the players have like Trayvon Martin's name on the back of their helmet yeah. or some shit. And then the end zone under the uh, goalpost, it says end racism as though that's doing anything. So I don't, I know I should, I know I should be a purist and not support these things. Uh, I have tuned in a little bit. And I just, I love obviously I love football. I wanted to go back to just the apolitical entertainment form that it was. I would, would love that but it is a bullshit version of itself and the latest stats i've seen like even this last week 20 percent drop in nfl ratings relative to years prior so people are tuning out i just it's so depressing watching my husband watches sometimes and i come downstairs i'm like this is a fake audience and it's it's just it is super lame it is super lame and i feel bad about it and i know being a purist on principle i should tune out but the human part of me is just, you know, I, I just crave some way to turn my brain off from politics and just be entertained for a minute. And sports have always been that. And now it's like, oh, God, we got to have a moment of silence for George Floyd. And I got to look at like racial propaganda when I see the game. And I, I got to hear about how the NFL is standing up to systemic racism. What the hell do you mean? Your league is majority black and they're all millionaires. Pretty good job of standing up to systemic racism. Move on. Uh, anyway, thank you, Emily. Let's see. Uh, D live. I think you might be good over there. Let's see. We do have a few on D live. <laughs> uh, C2K says I can fly to Amsterdam in 45 minutes and go to oh, go to the actual Anne Frank house or no. Is, is that where it was? I forget. Was it in Amsterdam? Why did I think it was in Germany? I don't know. Oh, I guess. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Bry guy TX. Fuck your black pill blonde fight. There's some uh, spirit. Shall be not a woman's job. <laughs> all right. As long as you make a good dinner for the fighters when they come back home. That's all I'm going to do. Bry guy also says, how can you give up if you've never fought? That's an interesting point. And I think that's true. Whether you're talking fight as in like a warlike context or fight in a political context. I do think that to 
to give up, there is an obligation to exercise every option you have and to, to, to go on as long as you can. And uh, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you, you do lose, no doubt. But yeah. you you lose. You can't give up on every chance you have or you guarantee that loss. You got to see it through. So I, I, I appreciate the perspective. Uh, Chubby Stubby says, just drop in support. Got Rona fatigue and sore, but okay. So you, did you get Corona? That's what that implies, I suppose. If so. It says it says Rona fatigue. It says got Rona fatigued. Oh, fatigued it does sound like he has it. If if that's what I had a few weeks ago or like a month ago, if it was Rona, that's basically my only symptom. I I I lost smell and taste, and I felt slightly tired. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Since you lost smell and taste, you must have had it. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. Elephant Man says Texas is now the Texas is the new seat of the new republic. Change my mind. Um, you know, I'm, if te- <laughs> yeah, if Texas pulls this off, I guess I guess they are. Uh, I guess they will be uh, a hero state. Texas is really popular. I, I, I uh, every once in a while, the wife tries to pressure me to move to Texas because uh, to avoid the snow. But I don't. I don't want to live in that kind of climate. I don't think I'd do well in Texas. Anyway. Okay. We're good over there. Um, let's, let's, let's check. Do some uh, we have yeah, Daffy Big Bear says, I love you. Could you lower your standards and marry me? I don't know to whom you're speaking. You know, I'm married. We're both claimed. And you know, you guys know that we're not married to each other, right? Darren the <laughs> other day was like, they marry each other. I was like, how long has it been since we've talked to you? <laughs> Did he say that? When he, he know he's like man, not married you blonde I'm like no ah what we we're it's not like we're best friends but like we've spoken enough that they like he knows that you and i are not a romantic thing i don't know that he knew that he might have just been messing around yeah he probably was just joking people ask I, you that all the time all the time um people who are new to the show or unfamiliar yeah but not not that commonly and um, I did I, after after Bering stopped by the stream on Sunday. I did I did Skype message him, but that son of a bitch has not responded. In one of his recent videos, he said he got bronchitis. Oh so. no, maybe it's the vid. Yeah. Uh, David Blackstone says, "I know that I'm leaving the winning side for the losing side, but it is better to die on the losing side than to live under communism." Whitaker Chambers from Witness. Correct. Um, Jay Marmaduke says, how do you call in any topic in particular? You can talk about whatever you want. Uh, there are instructions in the description below. It's a little bit complicated, but yeah, uh, consult the, the description box. And then for now, obviously we're done with calls tonight, but you can join that discord server and there's a 10 minute window before the show goes live where people can just put their name in if you want to call in. And then I randomize them and we take them in random order. That is the best system that we've come up with so far. So we go with that and, uh, thank you for supporting the show. Dan G. Saigar says Baltimore City is going to ban indoor and outdoor dining. They're also going to limit the amount of people at private residences to 10. I'm not going to enforce this. I have actual criminals to stop. That is asinine. Well, if they're going to limit private residences to 10, I vote that they start with the illegal immigrant households because you know there's like 30 people living in those. You got to go to that studio apartment where uh, <laughs> the entire the entire city of Tijuana lives. You know, you got to you got to bust those up first, but they never will. Hmm. Uh, Jay and Bush v. Gore in 2000 with the SC being involved is based on similar rationale as the Texas suit. Yeah. Okay. 
So we'll see. I, I'll be curious to see if the, if the Supreme Court actually accepts this. Uh, do we yeah, have a timeline uh, for when that might happen? I have no idea. I mean, it has to happen this month, doesn't it? I would assume. And I would assume they would. Considering how important that issue is, I would assume they would uh, drop some other things to take uh, take that one up. Long Don John says, not definitive enough. Okay, let's try this again. Russia absolutely positively colluded with Trump to steal the 2016 election from Hillary. Surely that'll get you banned faster than saying N-word. <laughs> uh, no, that one won't. Susan is curious that way. Susan, we've said it on the show before. Not, not, nothing. Nothing happened. Uh, face <laughs> That's true. Says, Both of us have dropped the hard R at various points. Why did I say? Ooh. I think someone wrote it in a question or a chat. And, and I said it about Jack Conti not being a white one because that was the Sargon thing with Patreon. Yeah. Um, Face 055 says the rate of drug users that become problem users is about 20%. And even meth and heroin aren't much higher than that. Uh, that is actually true. And in people that are severe drug addicts, 90% of them self-correct and find sobriety without treatment. Whereas the recidivism rate in treatment programs is above 90%. What's the definition of problem user? What does that mean? I mean, I would reject that you can use meth or heroin on a, on a casual basis. I I mean, maybe I I just, the, the, the key term to define in that claim is problem user. What what does that mean? Because I don't know if 20% is low or high until I know what that term means. But uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe there are a lot of people using meth uh, very well that I, they're so good I don't even notice, I guess. Responsible messengers. Um, yeah. I, Gatorik says, lockdown apologists, co-workers can't answer basic questions. The death rate is consistent with years past. There are false COVID deaths. If the lockdown on masks didn't work, why are we still doing it? Yeah, I mean, there's no logic to this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, Steve Watt, big donation. Thank you. The entire world will be on drugs if Biden is rigged in. You know, hand me that heroin pipe. I suppose we'll find out uh, in real time what that uh, problem user rate is. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, face oh, 055, alcohol is drastically more harmful than either, largely due to its potential to harm others, and that's not even getting into the black market issue. I'm inclined mm. to agree to agree with that. I you know, suppose. nearly ruined my life. So. Alcohol does um, it's, it, plenty of damage. There's, there's no denying that. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I drank, I like puked all over myself and blacked out and everything. And I woke up and I was like, that was awesome. I'm going to do that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times until my life spirals out of control. That's my plan. It's once alcohol takes a hold of you, it's like, whereas I know people that have done heroin once and been like, meh. Uh, I I definitely, uh, to be fair, I have some friends who I know have, have tried in that way and just not. Not taken to it. So it does happen. Evan Schultz, those that are saying drugs being illegal is the same argument for gun control because it assumes people can't be trusted. Repent, simmer, sinner, false equivocation. Uh, I'd, I'd like to hear the. I know you can't do it in a super chat, but if you have strong thoughts on that, I'd like to hear the argument because, like I said, I struggle with this issue. So if you feel like you got it figured out and why those things are drastically different, send me an email. Uh, Josh and Jesus. So some liberal students who never been in a fight are trying to convince me that size doesn't matter in a fight. Lol, some people. Anyway, great show tonight. Uh, guys, blonde. I hope we're still cool. Um, what did he why? do to piss you off? I don't know. Did he post your egg count in the chat or something like that? 
don't think so. <laughs> I think it's somebody that I've been corresponding with through Instagram. Sorry, Josh. I got really caught up in my own life these last few weeks and I've just, I haven't answered text messages. Everything's going unanswered. So mm. if this is indeed you, I'll try to get back to you soon. I'm sorry. Uh, better call hall. Blonde, you seem down and tired. If you're down, just give it to God and enjoy the city's burning. Patriots do not engage unless engaged upon, you know, just going through some personal stuff. That's all. It's not even political. I'm just like, I just can't deal with this right now. All the political stuff. I'm totally checked out. Uh, Calwin 58. I'm in Arizona uh, with 47 SF to grow on my patio. What am I retarded? I have six different palm trees, a lemon tree, two roses, one crepe turtle, a trumpeter vine, and three colors of Ruelia, all manually watered from a garden hose. Wow. How long until that's banned? Surprised yeah, that's really. legal. Um, dangerous spaces. Media says not enough fraud to flip the election. One, how much fraud is okay? Two, without knowing fraud levels, how can anyone say the election wasn't flipped? Of course, you're right, but it's not like they care. Yeah. And even if they're correct, even if that is true, you have an obligation to investigate because one, it's criminal. And two, it, in theory, it could be enough to flip next time if we just declare X amount of fraud is acceptable. Well, then you kind of have a benchmark for... <laughs> Well, maybe not a benchmark for how much you need to achieve next time, but let's say you actually did have an election that was decided by one state, like Florida well, in 2000, or you had a popular vote that was so close that you get an effect similar to that, half a percent or something like that. X amount of fraud being okay and nothing to look into just means that fraud will be the deciding factor at some point. It's just a question of when. That's not a good thing to accept. Uh, Logan Orr, if no children were harmed, do you believe Timothy McVeigh would have been justified his actions on the federal building as they were a response to Ruby Ridge and Waco? Mm. If no children were harmed? I don't know. I mean, outside of killing children and innocent people, uh, I find him a very sympathetic character. Outside, <laughs> that's a, that's, that's a big like, asterisk, though. Yeah, that's a big asterisk. It is. But, uh, you know, he was used by he was in he was in the army, right? He killed a bunch of people. He was a Desert Storm vet, right? I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, he had PTSD. He, his mental health issues were not being dealt with properly. Um, he was really justified in his hatred of the federal government out because of Ruby Ridge and Waco, which were both just horrific overreach by the federal yeah. government, uh, the ATF and the FBI. I, I find him sympathetic outside of his misguided reaction to those things it's not direct enough for me that is to say it, it, let's say randy weaver decided to do it or david koresh decided to do it I mean, you, you can have an argument there but if you're just a guy who's pissed off about something that is vigilanteism and i can understand yeah. why he would want that but if you're out you're perfectly justified in being outraged about ruby ridge and waco and Honestly, I'm mad that I wasn't taught enough about those things as a kid. I didn't learn about them until like two years ago, like in detail. Oh. And uh, but the, but if if the crime is not uh, if the crime of the government is not going through the proper channels and not respecting people's rights, you have to uphold those same principles yourself. We have to dismantle these mechanisms through the system. I know that's not the satisfying answer, but if the if the government is too big, option one is reduce its reduce its size and scope through the legal process. If it's actually on your doorstep, violating your rights, your community, whatever, I get it. But I, I hesitate 
to say that a guy who takes it into his own hands because he's really mad is justified in doing that sort of thing. Whether it's yeah, property damage or killing kids. Ruthless killing machine by a government that he trusted and then he was left with nothing when they sent him back. He did have personal experience in how the federal government uses people. Yeah, but does that justify the destruction of property no. and the killing of people? Yeah. Well, the destruction of property, I think, yes. Why? I mean, I just don't care about property as much as I do lives. The killing people, no. <laughs> but, well, they are both injustices. That's the point. I mean, a, a, a murder I mean, might be it, a higher crime than a vandalism, but you can't really excuse either. Yeah, I, I can because I don't, I'm not consistent philosophically. Here. So I can excuse anything I want without having I've, to back it up by lack of principles. You know? I appreciate that acknowledgement. The, the thing that gets me worried is what are the distinctions between this argument and the arguments of Black Lives Matter and Antifa saying the system made us this way. We're going to destroy property and it's fine because we're not hurting lives. It's just property because one is legitimate and the other is made up. One is an actual grievance. They're both arguing that the system made them that way. It's so much more direct in the case of Timothy McVeigh. What like if some black person? Like, I got into Harvard because of affirmative action, but well, I'm clearly more oppressed than somebody that some cousin fucker in Appalachia. It's like, well, what's, what's is wrong it the, with you? What if the government locked up all those Black Lives Matter dads, and that's why they're so screwed up? Are mm. they justified in damaging government property after the fact? Did they? Is that the circumstance? By the which argument they... could be made. There's plenty of of incarcerated black people resulting in father fatherless homes. Yeah, this is what me. did they do? Well, yeah. This they is me making it. This is me making a devil's advocacy argument, and it's true. Obviously, the crime rates are what they are. It is also true, though, that there's a lot of incarceration for things like drug crimes and things that are not as serious as uh, murder, robbery, all that sort of stuff. That's true. But you know, uh, if somebody's like dealing cocaine, I don't think, or like dealing heroin or meth, I don't think that had he not been caught, he was going to be father of the year this is a systemic problem the fatherlessness it's not all as a result of criminality um it's a cultural thing for sure yeah i i'm sure that uh well that said i'd rather have an imperfect dad than no dad and all i'm saying is for the purposes of this argument this the concept that the system made me this way so i'm justified in destroying indirectly related property that is a precedent that's very dangerous that's true. It was a federal building, though. <laughs> really close. So, like, if it, if it's a if it's a target here, Timothy McVeigh was like two rows off the bullseye. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's <pretty close. laughs> um, I mean, Ted targets were garbage. It's like, why did you even do this? One well, of them was like a UPS worker blew off his hand. Yeah. I, yeah. And he was way smarter than Timothy McVeigh. And he had worse grievances because of the experiments that um, were done on him. I don't know the history of what, what was actually done to him. Oh, it's fascinating. It was um, involved in those Harvard, those famous Harvard prison studies. Uh, I think where you shocked people. Or was it the prison and guard studies? Mm. I can't remember. But uh, it damaged him severely psychologically. Mm. Okay. Anyway, but he didn't blow up Harvard, which is probably what he should have done. <laughs> near miss Defense. yeah uh jake riley says hey mountain blonde which one do you feel like we're moving towards 1984 or brave new world i don't really remember brave new world very well um, i don't think i've ever read it actually i don't think i read it in school but i think brave new world is the one where everybody's medicated with soma 
So maybe that's like there's more overlay with the with the opiate crisis. Yeah. But Brave New World, I mean, gosh, are we reaching some similarities? I think Brave New World there was more focus on um, on double speak and how words are weaponized by by these nebulous definitions and changing definitions to yeah. use to control the population. And that's something that 1984 just hit it out of the park. It's some of the stuff that that. Orwell has written is like, whoa, yes. like Yuri, what is his last name? Yuri Bresmanov, something like that. Bresmanov. It's it's that level of, of accuracy. Yeah. Uh, Neither is great, but, but yeah, it does. It does feel like we're on the cusp of something that is out of a dystopian, a dystopian yeah. novel generally. And uh, who knows, maybe we're writing our own story. Maybe we'll have a good title for this one. Um, Jen Ubass says, if you're into it, watch Stargate episode 16 of season four called 2010. Think about the vaccine while you watch it. I've never been into Stargate, but I love Star Trek so much. Maybe, uh, maybe I would be open to it. And I saw on Sunday, we had a lot of questions about, or uh, super chats about Firefly, which I also have never watched. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, will you take this one? I got it. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, my voice or my throat is all scratchy. Weird. Eric Dieter says act one warning on mail-in ballots act two election act three prove impropriety and fraud act four scotus act five doj plus secretary of state keywords to watch quote-unquote intervene in suit quote-unquote amicus brief quote-unquote merged suit okay we shall see i've enjoyed the play so far and if this thing has <laughs> if this has that sort of apocalyptic twist at the end uh yeah, I, I I'm excited to watch. We'll see. Um, rational orc. Um, uh, there's only one solution, my friends. We have to send in millions of BS mail ballots next day election and every election until the Democrats admit that this isn't harem. Hmm. I like it. Um, Grumbledore. The governor in Indiana just announced hospitals have to cancel elective surgery. Someday the left will come for them uh, for not being communists, or the patriots will come for them for being traitors. I have a question about that sort of thing too, beyond just the idea of people should be free to pursue the services that they want and all that. But um, how does that impact doctors? Like if you're a doctor who performs elective surgeries, you're not an ER doctor. You're not a doctor who would typically be in the ICU or doing respiratory things like coronavirus. What do they do? Do they, let's say you're a plastic surgeon. You're just someone who. They're all elective, I guess. Yeah, like what what do you do? Are you just banned from working? Or and what can you do legally? If you're if you're if you're a doctor who has a certain specialty that is being effectively banned by coronavirus lockdowns, can you just transfer over and become like a family medicine doctor tomorrow? Or, <laughs> I don't think so. You have to go through residency for specialization. So you're just you're just out of luck because the state decided that particular area of medicine or treatment, whatever you want to call it, is now quote unquote non-essential. Hmm. This is Marbo93. You two and your families are always in my prayers and rosaries. Thank you so much. Faith in God and a sense of humor are what I value most about the show. God bless you guys and the chat. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh well thank you. And yeah uh, you should credit you should credit Blonde and the community more for the uh the faith in God aspect. I am a I am a mere traveler trying to find his way. So, oh my um, God, I don't know what I'm doing. 
Well, you you have found your home in that way more so than I have, I think. You, you... I don't know. I mean, I get super mad at God sometimes and blame him for things that are not his fault. There's a fair amount of blasphemy going on. <laughs> I think everybody Breaking does, though. Isn't that that's kind of the point, you know? Not the Catholics I know. They are buttoned up and really good. They're just better than I am. Uh, so I don't know. I'm working on it, though. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Marvel. The original Atlas shrugged by Ayn Rand was the strike. She asked herself, what if the brilliant inventors, industrialists go on strike against the politicians, government and corporate bureaucracies, bureaucrats rather. Um, This is another one that we're always shamed for not having read. (laughs) I know. And I, I I should, I should read more Ayn Rand. I've read hardly any. So I, I have to admit, like I just recreational reading to me, I just, you know, I read a lot of news, obviously, and I read some philosophy where it's applicable. But because so much of my day to day is just reading what's going on in the world, my appetite for reading recreationally is nil. Like I almost never do it, which I know is not great. But when I have free time, it's like I want to be away from the desk or I want to be away from a seat. I want to go like do something out in the world or be moving around or something like that. So just and. All the book reading has really dropped off in the last X amount of years for me. Um, yeah, I read trash. Uh, <laughs> mystery novels and such. Matthew Riley says, I'm an attorney off the top of my head. The only remedy would be impeachment and removal of everyone involved. I know. And he also said, the reason would the, the right... Would the courts do that, though? Like, would the no, courts have that not... power? They do have that power. They're not going to do that. Yeah. The reason the right never does anything drastic, civil war, political violence, is a respect for rule of the law. Yeah. The Texas lawsuit may elevate that consideration. I mean, I hope so. I do. Ryan says, please have Ryan Dawson on your show. Matt, you're cool, blonde. A lot of drafted U.S. soldiers in Vietnam were discarded in the field for having pessimistic attitudes like yours. Get it together and fight. You know, <laughs> it's not a woman's job to be fighting in any meaningful sense of the world. We, we are in supporting roles here. Uh, I don't know what you want me to do. Like I'm out of juice. I'm, I'm just out of juice. I can't conjure it. Grab that damn fiddle on the Titanic with me and start, start scraping away on that thing. We got a song to play. I just don't have any allegiance to this country anymore. I just don't give a shit. Like, well, that I guess God family, I'm going to go, uh, try to figure it out with just us and that's pretty much all i can do i have no alliance allegiance to country at this point in time it's become too convoluted you mean like in its current state yeah well yeah it's bastardized yeah no i totally get it but but uh, the flip side of that would be you want you want that obviously you you don't want that country-sized hole in your life you want that repaired Uh, we got to figure it out we got to do it I think that's it. There's a couple more. Um, Let me reload. Eric also says Biden could save up to 250,000 lives or more when it comes to the Wu flu. Uh, Could he? (laughs) We'll see. If only Joe, I don't know. If only Joe Biden had been in office, then, uh, well, you know what would have happened? If Joe Biden was in office, then only those 10,000 the CDC actually credits as uniquely coronavirus deaths. That would be the grand total. The rest are just a normal, uh, a normal year. Eric also says our forefathers are funny and smart Martha Falkers. Thank you for being Susan approved. They made the election a process. Hence the ax today. Everyone wants instant gratification. Enjoy the play. Yeah. I I'm more pessimistic at, 
today than I have been in my life. Really in my adult life, I would say I have uh, it's been tough to maintain optimism through the last. Well, it's not just the election. I've had I've been very discouraged this entire year since March when all this bullshit hit. I remember sitting at this desk and seeing things around me here in Bozeman locking down and being like, what the fuck? What do you what? What do you mean? Stay at home order. I've never heard such a thing. Absurd. And uh, so, yeah, it, 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 enjoy the play is a good thing to uh, is a good approach to take. It, it's such a challenge that I have to sit down and remind me of the things that are important. And, and as you mentioned, um, faith, family. We've hung on to those at least. And in the hierarchy mm-hmm. of priorities, those uh, those probably are higher. Um, God and country is usually a saying for people, and that's usually a specific order. Uh, we've debated. I know we've debated on this show. Should your allegiance to family or country be higher? That's been kind of a obviously. Um. Well, I, the the pushback that I would say on that it's maybe not country, but to the extent that rule of law and moral structure, maybe that's where maybe that's actually God and not country. But there are there are crimes that my family could commit where I would effectively disown them if, if they did it, you know, like family's not the highest there are. It's high, but there are priorities that are higher than family itself. I don't, maybe I'm confusing country with God. Maybe that's the problem because what I'm talking about is a moral framework, not necessarily a, a political system. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, there's one more. Oh no, I think we're good. Uh, no, there's a couple more from Eric and, and righteous God. All right. I'll be quick. Uh, Eric also says, I'm saying we should go on strike. <laughs> yeah, I suppose as a country, righteous oh, God says, well, what do, how about this? If the right was this disaffected, if half the country believes the whole thing was bullshit, what if half the country was like, fuck it, we're not paying taxes. Yeah. What if we all agreed? Might be the, what we've got to do. That would be awesome if that happened. Um, so you did this, a righteous God said martyr Trump, better outcome. People will see illegitimacy, corruption, and fraud of the system. Trump is shadow president can move normie GOP to the right. Mm. I think he will be very effective. Even if he is out of office, I think he will think of some things to do that, uh, he, he will be highly relevant in American politics for years to come. I have no doubt. Yeah. Um, Eric Dieter's the last one. We should have a don't return order. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. All right. I think we're all set. Let me uh, check out over on Streamlabs real quick. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on DLive tonight, too. Yeah, we're we're all good. So uh, we will, of course, be back on Sunday with whatever the hell happens. I'm sure we're going to talk more about the orders from Queen Susan Wiki Wiki. I'm sure we're going to talk more about this Texas lawsuit. It seems like more states are signing on every day. If the caller was right, we're up to almost half the country, or you know, a third of the country signed on to this thing. So uh, we'll uh, we'll touch on that. And I love this story of the woke Santa who wouldn't give that kid a Nerf gun. Why? Oh, it's so sad. Well, it turns out the Santa resigned or got fired and the mall brought the kid a toy. It has a good ending. See you soon. Okay, bye. Have a good night.